0: Recording, a recording. Yay, we are here because no one's ever really gone. Hello, welcome back to the Waffle Press Retrospectives. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me today is my co host, Macaringo. Hi. We are calm, cool, and collected because we are going to talk about the Star Wars franchise.
1: Will you give for... out the least number of death threats of the Star Wars podcast?
0: We might actually.
1: We, we didn't have... pull an entire commentary track from going public because I maybe got a little too intense about my feelings. It's fine.
0: It's fine. The Rise of Skywalker commentary track, available over on the Patreon.
1: Check out the Patreon!
0: Yeah, there's stuff over there right now.
1: There, there is, in fact, stuff over there.
0: Yes. There is. Because by the time this comes out, there'll be a couple uh, other retrospective. We're, we're wrapping up the uh, the failed award contender season two. Get them ready be, for... Uh, yeah, How many of those do we still have left to drop? Uh, three or four, I believe. Okay. Yeah, so uh, one of them will be, or two of them will be out. So maybe like one or two will be available on Patreon. Um, And then there will be one more thing.
1: There will be the edit of the one episode that uh, I did not want released publicly because I thought I did a bad job.
0: It was good. It was good. But you you wanted to do it again, and it was totally fine because it was still a productive conversation.
1: I've only ever done that. I think that's like the only second time I've maybe done that where I asked to redo an episode. It's fine. It's fine. I could be wrong. And, uh, I, I wish I did it more often because sometimes I, I get to the end of recording and go like, I fucking, I could have made that point better, but no,
0: no, no. I, I, sometimes I got to have an outline for myself too. And I think you could tell when I don't really have like, I I do have the outline
1: is the problem. But then like, I forget (laughs) that I am just generally an incoherent person. It's It's
0: fine. We are more coherent than a lot of other people who talk about stuff. Because I don't think we're, like, the most knowledgeable people or anything like that. But I do think we're more knowledgeable than a lot of other people who record podcasts about maybe Star Wars movies and
1: stuff that now, I'll, I'll give them this. They probably know more about Star Wars than we do.
0: I, here's the thing. It's like there are people that maybe know about cars, right? Mm-hmm. But then some of those people who know about cars are like, yeah, and that's why women can't drive. You know? That's kind <laughs> of like a lot of the Star Wars podcasting community. Not everyone. But there are definitely people out there who fit that description. I just there can't. There are people, <laughs> who, you know, uh, like do that. yeah. Well, I always so, call um, that the uh, the the the
1: get woke go broke grift. Uh huh. Because it's such a naked grift. Um, it's guys who just they go. Because here's the thing, Hollywood. I don't know if you know this, Diego, but Hollywood mostly makes crap. <clears throat> there are two consistencies in the world, is which is that ninety percent of the stuff that comes out of Hollywood each year is garbage, right? That has been true since the founding of
0: Hollywood, right? Are you with me so far? I'm with you. There's another
1: thing that's true, which is that the world has gotten more diverse in the past century than it was a century ago, correct? Mm. Yes. Those are two constants. This is true. Now, correlation does not equal causation. Especially if it's causing nothing to fundamentally change. So our movies are more diverse and 90% of them are terrible. <laughs> so those two things can be true, correct? One didn't cause the other. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just where, it's just what happens. As the world gets more diverse, culture gets more diverse. And most of our culture is garbage. <laughs> but these guys come along and they try and go you know what? Things were good until things got diverse and they make it look like that something has fundamentally changed in the studio system,
0: you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah.
1: And it's like, I mean, things have changed in the studio system, but in the culture as a whole, it's still that. And there's the survivorship bias, which is we remember all the good stuff from 10 years ago. And we forget most of the bad stuff. Like what's a movie you think you could bring up right now that came out 10 years ago, that has, is just that was terrible and is just
0: forgotten. Well, the problem is I forgot about it. So about it. <laughs> well,
1: I'm looking at a shelf right now full of movies.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Does anyone remember Balls of Fury? Whoa, yeah, I do
0: remember that actually, but like sure. only because you brought it up.
1: Yeah, 2007 was like was was marketed heavily. People thought it was going to be the next Dodgeball because Dodgeball was big mm-hmm. at the time. Made $40 million at the box office. Uh,
0: no also, one, 2007 was not 10 years ago. I'm sorry to break it to I, I, I've
1: extended uh, my... I said I just picked the first movie I saw on a shelf.
0: Okay, you know? okay.
1: Um, I mean... There's there's Grilled, the movie with Kevin James and Ray Romano that came out. Does anyone remember that?
0: Ooh, nope. I have not the slightest clue of what you're I referring to. I think that's to. one of those
1: movies that like barely got released. But, you know... Mm-hmm. I'd say a lot of these are from the uh, late 2000s because it was when blockbusters were shutting down. So I just bought a bunch of these DVDs. <laughs> but I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. Yeah. And, let me and see. The let further me, let me... we get removed from this stuff, like we're the only people that are going to remember it. Does the next generation even know about the movie Fever
0: Pitch with no. Jimmy Fallon?
1: Do people even know Jimmy Fallon used to do movies?
0: Probably not. Yeah. The most popular thing Jimmy Fallon has going for him right now is that time Nicole Kidman told him that she thought they were going on a blind date together, and he fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Which is very funny. It's the funniest thing he's it ever is,
1: done. It is very funny. But yes. I just,
0: I'm just saying, like, I don't think... No, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just making or, my
1: point about that, like, we only remember the good stuff of culture and not the bad stuff. And, frankly, uh, the Star Wars... The multimedia nature of Star Wars means there's a lot of shitty Star Wars stuff out there.
0: Would you say there's more shitty Star Wars stuff out there now than ever?
1: Um, no. I just think the shitty stuff is more expensive than it ever used to be.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at too. Yeah, no. The e- I think people forget the EU is really bad, and mm. thankfully there's less people calling out for the return of the EU.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind of a nice person and say it. I don't know if saying the eu is really bad is the right way to look at it but there's all there are huge chunks of the eu that are just forgettable right Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and even the good stuff after a while it felt like it was treading water you know yeah like it was the constant um there's there's good jedi one of them turns evil kills some of the good jedi then that guy gets redeemed at the end and then shit you know like that was like the that was the last, like, 10 years of the original EU, was just that happening over and over again.
0: <laughs> and then Luke Skywalker is also there. And he, there's a clone. There's also a clone of a bad guy, and then sometimes a good guy. Yeah. Where, like, there's also, like, that weird
1: era where they didn't know what the Clone Wars were. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, like, there's that lore kind of tied into it. Where that one guy was supposed to be a clone of Obi-Wan Kenobi in uh, Heir to the Empire and then like they were like no you can't do that so they just made him kind of like an original guy but uh you know there's yeah. there's there's not much you can do with the Star Wars setting unless you're injecting some new stuff into it
0: yeah which, you know which is why people have called for Knights of the Old Republic era stuff and whatever and like in the books right now there is uh, the the High Republic, which is the the prequel to the prequel era, and you know I, I didn't announce what this was, but we're we're doing a Star Wars. We're doing Wars a special. May the
1: fourth Star Wars.
0: Yeah, we do it every year. Matt was like, "Did we do one last year? If not, let's not do it." And I was yeah, like, "We yeah, did, we, so we should." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why not? We haven't broken it yet. No, no. I got we, we got thoughts though. We got enough but also I, I just want to point out what you just said, where you're
1: like people want more, and then you point out the Old Republic and the High Republic, right? Uh-huh. And, no, exactly, uh huh. Exactly. You're going with this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly it's like there's there's uh old republic high republic new republic like there's and the republic right in the middle of it like (laughs) which barely is an era anymore but um actually it probably has the the republic era probably has the most at least for a while had like the most expanded universe stuff until uh they started pushing more towards like empire and post empire stuff um, but uh, I, I think you're starting to notice uh, some recurring things. I am. And, uh, also, you go all the way back to the Old Republic, which I believe is is the Old Republic thirty thousand years before the regular. It's
0: start... tens of thousands of years.
1: Yeah, it's something yeah. like that. Something like thirty thousand. And uh, for all that time, it is still republics versus empires, and it is still Jedi versus Sith, and there are only so many stories you can tell with that. And uh, I think uh, Disney is going to learn that problem in the hardest, most expensive way possible. So we'll see where all that's going.
0: Yeah. So we're going to talk about all the stuff that's happened in the year since the last recording. Uh, We will start off by talking about what has come out since last May, 2022. Um, Obviously, the big thing was the Obi Wan series, which I have not seen, and I think you know what? Jesus Christ, fucking! I asked Diego before. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, I, I think it actually came out before. I think we talked about it about not watching it last year. Yeah, but like it might have been one of those ones where it had it it just come out because there was a few things. No, you know what? You're right. I fucked up in the in the pre-recording discussion. Mm -hmm. I fucked up. It came out after. That last recording. That yeah. That's pretty
1: bad. It was, like, about to come out, and we were both, yeah. like, I pitched, I was, like, here's what you could, there, you could actually do a really interesting Obi-Wan series, and I pitched my version, which is, like, Obi-Wan has to go from the Jedi are this powerful, respected order, to now he's, like, a bum living in, like, a fucking little shack on the edge of a fucking shitty town, and it's, like, you could do, like, a really interesting character-driven show, and then it turns out they didn't do that at all, <laughs> so... No.
0: No, they just had it be um they just like had the people a Clone come Wars back. episode, but they just, live they, action.
1: They reminded you all those toys you bought years ago exist.
0: Yeah. So. Um I don't know what happened. I've only seen clips and images from it. Uh Deborah Chow did some really great work in the first season of The Mandalorian. She's a solid <laughs> director. Don't really know what happened. I think it looks really cheap. Uh, uh I... it's it's almost like there's the money is getting spread
1: thin across all of Disney products. <laughs> It, it's almost like they have, they are investing way too much money in their stupid streaming service and the original programming going towards it. And now they don't have enough money to actually support the individual shows they're making.
0: That's exactly what it looks like. And it's yeah. a bummer because it's like, how hyped was a lot of the fan base for like the return of Obi-Wan? People love yeah. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan. I love Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan. You and I have both said our piece about like, yeah, I liked these elements. I don't need to see them all the time. Mm. Um, and it looks like a lot of people felt the same way by the end of it because people don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. it seems to already have just left. Yeah. And it's
1: also that thing of the other thing that has happened is there's been another season of The Mandalorian. And what we, when we talked about The Mandalorian, we would be like, we're not, we weren't exactly the biggest fans of The Mandalorian, you know? Yeah, but there like, was stuff I liked. But we we could all both we could both agree that it actually looked pretty good, right? That mm-hmm. it looked like we got we we're getting like a mini Star Wars movie once a week, which is kind of cool, right?
0: Yeah. Like there's some, and now it just looks like every other fucking thing on their streaming service. Now, did you see any of this new season? I, I think we I, can kind of skip over Obi Wan just because we, we didn't even watch yeah, it, we, you know? <laughs> Well, I, I I checked out some of Obi Wan, and it was mainly
1: clips on YouTube. Okay. And I was just like, cause like, I just, I was like, I don't, I don't need this. And it just, it didn't hit. And like, it wasn't engaging. I watched the first episode and forgot about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so that, that's my experience with Obi-Wan. Maybe it's great. Most people I know who watched it didn't seem to like it. Um, and I, I was happy to see Hayden Christensen kind of back considering he kind of got a raw deal
0: yeah. with the fandom initially. There's a really uh, sweet clip of him at Star Wars Celebration this year, and he's, like, holding back tears because the, the crowd's going fucking wild. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's Star Wars Celebration, but,
1: you know, like,
0: that, that's a nice thing to Considering how
1: he was treated before that um, is a little, uh, it's, it's good to see. Although, frankly, Star Wars fans should just apologize to him. Yeah. Like, they were really cruel to him, and they're trying to act like we've always loved him. And I'm like, dude, I was there,
0: man. I have have a thought about that because there's an element of the Mandalorian this season Mm -hmm. that um, I I did like, but, you know, people talked about, I'm just going to say, Ahmed Best coming back. You're like, oh, he's been redeemed. And it's like, what are you talking about? He's not the one that needed redemption. All you yeah. fuckers out there who are like made him basically he said like on, on the verge of like suicide. Yeah, you fucking drove that guy insane. That is so awful. So no,
1: I, I don't know. Because I don't stand he played a character you didn't like. Like, yeah. I'm not here to defend the honor of Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> I will defend Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, sure. I, I think I do, I do still have some dignity. But, <laughs> uh, and but it was never his fault, you know? Like, yeah. and it is sad when you go look at those, like, older interviews where you can tell he's clearly excited to be part of Star Wars. Same with Hayden Christensen. And then it's like, dude, you get so much shit now for like a decade. And then they come around and act like they didn't do that to you. That's kind of fucked up.
0: Like, mm. And yeah, this is the literal least everyone could do for these people.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a really sad, uh, if you bought the uh, the first box set of Star Wars on DVD, which was like a big deal when that happened, when the original trilogy hit DVD, you remember how hype that was? I do
0: remember that. Uh,
1: and w- on the bonus disc, one of the things you can get is the, uh, what is it? Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Special the, like, Features? I,
0: What documentary? There there is
1: a special feature that is a preview for episode three because it wasn't out yet. Oh, Um, and part of it was you're going to get to see them make the Darth Vader helmet. Like they showed like them making it for the first time in forever Ah. and talking about like working with old concept art and shit like that. And it's also hysterical to think about back to how much darth vader was in the marketing for revenge of the sith considering he's in less than like two minutes of that movie (laughs) which is like whatever like that i'm not that doesn't matter but it is kind of like hey george i know what you're doing um but uh there's a part where they were like we were gonna get an actor to do darth vader right that was gonna come Mm -hmm. in and be the body for darth vader when he's on the bridge and he basically just stands there next to a guy who looks like tarkin and is already building the death star <laughs> uh, and hayden christensen was like no i'm gonna i want to be in the darth vader suit and like he basically they basically bought like you know like elevator shoes for him and let him be darth vader in that scene so he's the one under the costume in that scene because he was so hyped to do it and it's like that's really endearing like he didn't have to he really didn't like yeah. it's no one was gonna know <laughs> And he was like, no, I'll do it. And I'm like, that's pretty That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And it's just a shame that people would be like, fucking guy can't act, he ruined Star Wars, which was the fucking conversation forever. Yeah. And that is, so, that is a line that was like the common criticism of those films. And that was a line that even like the red letter media guys wouldn't cross. You mm-hmm. know? Like they were like, it's not, his, They even they were willing to go like, it's not his fault, which was not the consensus for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I mean he's mocked they mocked the shit out of him in Clerks Two. God, like,
0: yeah. I mean, has although, any like, movie aged as bad as Clerks Two? Like I'm not a Kevin I, Smith hater, you yeah. know, but like I don't I still don't really hate Clerks Two. Okay. Like,
1: well. but I also did watch that at a very specific point in my life. I so, also
0: saw it in high school, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh but it is one of those where it's it's I think it's been hurt more by like what Kevin Smith did after it than um where it's like, I don't mind that I don't mind the ending being like, actually, they were their happiest when they were working at the quick stop. Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, that's not, you know, that's a really Gen X idea of just like, actually, I was happy where I was at and the real world's bullshit. Um It's a little bit like the train spotting sequel. <laughs> <laughs> of just, like, you kind of want to go back, but, like, can you and can you not and all that shit? And I kind of like that it's – there's that angle to it. But then for those characters, it just – like, there's nothing wrong with just – if you want to work at a convenience store your whole life, I don't
0: think there's anything inherently wrong with that, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's fine.
0: and Especially right now in culture where we're all realizing that a lot of careers are bullshit, you know? Not all of (laughs) them, you know, but, like, a a lot of – this I'm, I'm pointing to everything with flailing arms and jazz hands right now. Yeah. Uh, it's not built to last like people were told it was. Yeah, and we're all kind of working through that. And they're all way. built
1: on business models that stopped working 15 years ago. Yeah, and we just kept chugging along because a bunch of people are invested in it, you know.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: But that's a whole other thing. That it's it's just that's been hurt by then like what Kevin Smith has done since then, you know. Which I'm not saying, like, like, Kevin Smith hasn't done bad things. He's made movies I don't like, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, the the last Jay and Silent Bob movie and Clerk's Three, from what I understand, are, like, the exact opposite of what I want to see in any art, you know? <laughs> right? I have not seen either of those. Jay, the <laughs> new Jay and Silent Bob is, like, a celebration of, like, geek culture, you know? Oh, that's, yeah, that's the last thing we need right now. Yeah, and it was, it was like, that's that's not, no. Yeah. And
0: uh, yeah, I, th- I think I've made it clear like I'm a Kevin Smith fan. I'm not a fan of his art per se, yeah. but he seems like a guy I would get along with. Yeah. No. He seems like he's an interesting guy, yeah. He's, um, he's a goofy nerd. He's like he's the the poster child for like the goofy nerd that became really popular. But yeah. instead of being nice and crying about the stuff he really enjoyed, the other people that kind of picked up the ball from him were like, and this is why I hate women. Yeah, and it's like no, like fanboys. <laughs> yeah, which is the worst film ever made. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Here, here's the nice thing I'll say, because I'm gonna be really mean for a little bit. Uh, Cause I, I'll talk about Andor, but I think I want to get the Mandalorian stuff out of the way. <laughs> I would like to see Kevin Smith direct an episode of The Mandalorian. He did some episodes of The Flash, and I believe an episode of Supergirl back. Yeah, he did in the an episode day. of
1: Supergirl. Um, he was big and, in that whole like arena. Like they kind of like kept bringing him
0: back. Yeah. Well, he's like people like working with him, and you know he he's a good television director. I really think he had kind of the juice there. Maybe he should have done more TV than feature films. I don't know at this point. Uh, well, um, I <laughs> think he
1: could have benefited from uh, smaller scale stuff that maybe he didn't write. You know,
0: mm-hmm. not
1: to say he's a bad writer, but there is a limit to how often I want to see. His voice on yeah. the screen, yeah,
0: yeah, you know.
1: um, But um, although I would love to see someone else
0: direct a Kevin Smith script,
1: I'm going to put see, this okay. out
0: into the world. Kevin, if you still want to make Moose Jaws, call me. Mm-hmm. I would, I would fucking do crime to direct Moose Jaws.
1: Should it just be called Moose Jaw? No, I get, I get it. But like Moose Jaws is like a real place.
0: I, I don't care. Moose right. Jaws. <laughs> It's Jaws, but with a moose. I know. I'm sorry. That's a slam dunk.
1: I'm a big uh, Red State
0: and uh, Tusk defender. So I got you on Red State, at least Uh, not not to the extent that you are defending it, but I get you. Um, I can't really get there with Tusk, but uh, Tusk is just a wild. Go with God. Tusk is a kind of wild
1: uh, little movie that I didn't expect it to be. This weird movie about how
0: uh, Kevin Smith maybe doesn't like himself that much <laughs> no I that's the thing it, it's a movie I don't really enjoy in a way that's not boring it is not a boring movie it is yeah. him taking a swing that I don't it's, think worked it's
1: like also but like it's a Michael fucking Parks. swing
0: Michael Parks just being allowed to do whatever
1: he wanted in that movie which yeah, is kind yeah. of fascinating Michael
0: Parks is legit great in that is that his
1: last movie no he did a few more no, he was one no. of those guys who worked until the end
0: mm-hmm. so um, speaking yeah. of stuff that doesn't work all right, we got to talk about The Mandalorian. Because the last yes. time we talked about The Book of Boba Fett, and you and I seemed to be like moderately positive on it, and everyone else was like, fuck this. Yeah. Um, so The Mandalorian, the problem I, I had after The Book of Boba Fett was that having the character of Baby Yoda and The Mandalorian reunite in a separate show entirely mm. kind of negates the emotional catharsis I felt in season two. There's that incredible moment where Baby Yoda is going to leave with horrible war criminal Luke Skywalker robot (laughs) CGI creation. Um, Everyone should go to prison. Who's responsible for that? I believe that. But the moment that works is the the farewell between the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. He takes off his helmet so they can see their true faces to each other. And it's a beautifully tragic moment where he knows he can't be the guy to raise this kid who he's grown to care about. He's made him a better person. it's the entire culmination of the story. And then they just get back together? And then... And then
1: on a that's show it! Then, and then on a show that's not The Mandalorian, one um, when, when other Mandalorian says to The Mandalorian, um, Hey, did you take your helmet off? And he was like, Oh, I never thought I'd be asked this question. And immediately folds. <laughs>
0: That was a weird scene in the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, it gets even weirder. So, you have not seen The Mandalorian season 3, no, right? No, but hold on. Like I just want to
1: make a point real quick, which is what okay. I think is the fundamental problem of The Mandalorian and a lot of these Star Wars shows is that they they are they can't decide which show they want to be, which includes suddenly becoming The Book of Boba Fett in the middle there. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: I mean For Mandalorian.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh like Baby Yoda, who's got a name that I never remember. It doesn't matter. It, uh, it's, it's not worth it. Okay. Uh like that it's so like, all right. Have they have they been on the record being like this is inspired by Lone Wolf and Cobb? Have they said that? I don't know if they've
0: ever actually said that, but I think everyone knows that.
1: Yeah, no. like, it's just... Which is, like, that is fine. Like, a premise like Lone Wolf and Cub isn't a actual premise that is meant to be solved, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it is a premise so that they can go to a new town every story and get in a new adventure, right? Right. There, That is what the Mandalorian should be. It should just be them constantly going from town to town and getting in new adventures. Instead, it is it is half that, but the other half is like weird expanded universe stuff that is trying to quote unquote fix the sequel trilogy, right? And also set up 20 different spinoffs so they, then they can have some big like Star Wars fucking endgame, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, like you can't make those two work together. You have to be one or the other. And that to me has been the fundamental problem. With the Mandalorian, is that it is simultaneously a show with this massive overarching plot that is supposed to be of great importance and involves key players like Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka and all that shit, while also being this like traveling gun for hire with a baby type story, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's the it, and I'm not saying like you can't get to like a it. It would be that thing of like you do a Mandalorian show and then the ending is. Mandalorian, the movie, where all that stuff comes to a head. I wouldn't mind that. Because like, it's the other example, which is also very Lone Wolf and Cub inspired, um, is you know something like Samurai Jack, which I think we both love, mm-hmm. which is a show that is never built to solve its premise. <laughs> every episode, Jack is trying to get back to the past, right? Yeah. That's every episode. It wasn't until that last season where they were like, okay, we're actually going to have a
0: real... Plot that needs to be solved here, <laughs> and you know the stroke of genius of that last season is kickstarting that season with like Jack having to be introspective, and he's got like this this psychological component yeah. of himself, or he hates himself for not being able to like reckon with his mission. You know, it's like you've forgotten your purpose. Like that's like a yeah. line he says to himself in that show, and it's like okay, that's the way to fold that in on itself, right? Now it can be the, done. Is what can I'm be saying. done. And I, I'm honestly like I, I was a, a defender of season two until that Luke Skywalker thing, right? I still think actually that's a pretty good season of what this type of show can be. Sure. Until you, you realize it's all just setting up spin-offs, right? Which yeah, is which, the best. That's mistake. where we're at with all the with most of these shows. And yeah. that's a real problem. Yeah. The other problem is that as like the the, the conceit of the Mandalorian, right? It's eventually getting back to the point, and now has gotten back to the point where it's going to be about retaking Mandalore and like (sighs) reestablishing the Mandalorian culture. I know, I know. It's (laughs) it's the worst. He should just be the last Mandalorian. Um. Yes, but that's not the world we live in. I'm going to say this. I'm going to be positive for a second. I don't think that's a bad idea. You have you have set up all these different Mandalorian groups, right, throughout the show. You, Mm -hmm. the show has stated that the one Pedro Pascal is from, the group he's from, is a cult. Yeah. It is a negative connotation that Bo-Katan from the Clone Wars and Rebels gives him, right? Um, and she becomes the co-lead this season, and you know what? People were like, oh, whatever. Like, I, I actually liked that. I liked that idea, and I liked some of the execution. Um, once the ball gets rolling on like connecting all these warring groups of Mandalorians... It stops being introspective about their differences. So by yeah. the time they do, because spoiler alert, whatever, who gives a fuck? This was, this was a bad season of television with the worst finale. Um, <laughs> they um, they don't like question anything. It's just like we're all Mandalorians, we all get along. Yeah, There is Great. no sense of conflict in this show anymore that is not solved within five minutes <laughs> of establishing that conflict.
1: That's I felt like sure. I was losing Correct. my
0: mind. It was so awful. Yeah,
1: Mandalorians, uh, the the culture... Here's... I, I've just... There's... It's almost poetic. Because the I think... The Mandalorian... You know, I'm not even gonna call it... Boba Fett. I think Boba Fett is just, like, the biggest thing wrong with... Like, the mentality of the expanded universe stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like... Why is Boba Fett cool? He's got a cool helmet. He looks fucking cool as shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why Boba Fett's cool. Yeah. The more we learn about him, the less cool he becomes. Yeah. And he was a cool henchman.
0: That's what he yeah. was. That's fine. He
1: that's looks he great. he to be. He just looks cool. You can have him stand next to Darth Vader and he looks cool, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need more than that. You have him get in a fight with some guys. And it's kind of hysterical that Boba Fett is ultimately defeated. By a blind Han Solo hitting his jetpack in the back.
0: People hated that. I think it's one of the best beats, like in the franchise. It's so perfect for Han Solo, the character.
1: <laughs> it is fine, but it is also like a symbol of we thought this character was going to be more important than they ended up being, which is what happened. Like that's just behind the scenes. It doesn't matter though, right? Yeah, yeah. Like ultimately, it doesn't matter. I'm fine with that. But since that character, we've, not, we've learned everything about this guy. Twice now, because we've had two different versions <laughs> with the original EU and another new one where actually he didn't die in the Sarlacc pit, he got out. Um, so we've learned two versions, we've got two backstories of it. We've got an, an extra backstory with Django Fett. And what is Django Fett? J- well, Boba Fett is a clone of Django Fett. <laughs> Canon, right? Yeah. But in actuality. <laughs> Bo- Jango Fett is a clone of Boba Fett. It is literally just a way to have Boba Fett in the prequels, right? Mm-hmm. And then to expand from that, you have the clone troopers who are all Boba Fett. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So there's now an army of Boba Fetts. And then not only is there an army of Boba Fets, but there is a culture of Boba Fetts. There's a planet of Boba Fets. And it's like now Boba Fett's not that cool. <laughs> like, it's we've learned too much. And then it's the the. It's I, this is hard. I don't want to. I don't want to like downplay. It is hard to make a fake alien culture interesting, right? Right. It's actually a genuinely difficult thing to do. And it is one of those where if you, ex- if you don't explain it enough, it's generic. And if you over-explain it, it's boring, you know? Mm-hmm. But, and, but the Mandalorian culture is so kind of lame and boring and uninteresting. And I, I joked at the start about how it's always been Jedi and Sith and all this stuff. Guess what? It's also been Mandalorians. Like, a big part of the Old Republic uh, MMO... Was Mandalore and like the new Mandalore, who's like the biggest, ultimate, most badass version of Boba Fett? <laughs> God, it's so silly, you know. It's
0: very silly, and I think the show thinks it's really interesting and cool. And yeah, it's, and it's that's the other thing. Star Wars isn't cool, you know.
1: <laughs> like it's fun, but it's not like it's. Here's, a, here, here's the thing: it's since, not Michael Mann. It's not Michael Mann. It has an over-sense of self-importance. But also, here's something that... Michael Mann movies are cool, but there is also, like, a melodrama to it, you know? There's yeah. like, a... Like, it's, it's borderline silly, but, like, that's what's kind of fun about it, you know? Mm-hmm. At least in my opinion. That's how I feel.
0: I uh, agree with that.
1: Yeah. Like, it's, like, literally the only guy... The only other man on Earth you can hold hands with is, like, your arch-nemesis. Mm. Like... <laughs> It's like with like that music playing and that like you're posing for a picture that no one is taking like that, that to me is cinema. But uh, there is this over sense of self-importance that I think is it started with the Mandalorian and I think it's spreading like a virus <laughs> to all of the Star Wars stuff. And it, it just fundamentally doesn't understand what makes Star Wars actually fun. But it does validate a very core audience of Star Wars fans, and that to me it is it's a it's a it's a net negative to the franchise. And I I I will bring this up even in stuff I like that there's a bit of an over sense of self importance. Mm-hmm. But uh, that to me has been the biggest problem. And now when I say that I it's that it's this problem we keep running into now where I go like movies these type of movies should be fun and. Everyone's idea of fun now is, like, Whedonisms in movies, you know? Or the Mm -hmm. constant, like, your name's Dr. Octopus, bah, type shit, right? Yeah. And I don't mean that. That's not fun either, (laughs) like.
0: Yeah, I think it's cynical more than
1: anything. No, that's deep, deep cynicism. Like, you have to be earnest and fun, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that is the two things Star Wars is most afraid to be right now. There's no earnestness to this. There's just a, like, no, this is fucking important. Yeah. And uh, that's what really bugs There me.
0: is one episode of The Mandalorian this season that I did kind of like. Mm-hmm. And it's the one everyone else hated. It's with Jack Black and Lizzo.
1: Well, that one people hate because they hate Lizzo. Cause yeah. Because she, she played that, uh, what was it, fucking... What the fuck was it? Like Thomas Jefferson's pipe or some shit? Was some oh, stu- is that what that is? I don't know. Do you
0: remember what that care.
1: happened? It's so stupid. Like, she, they brought her in and let her play it. And then people are like, it was like an insane way that we pretended for a week that what they weren't saying was a black person shouldn't touch this, <laughs> which is what they were saying, but weren't saying, right? yeah like, that was the subtext of what
0: they were saying. <laughs> and we had to pretend for like a week that's was that wasn't what they were saying., uh, it's also really embarrassing that people were just like upset. there's this it's a fun one-off episode where it's like, <laughs> It's literally called Guns for Hire. I'm like, this is what the show should be. Like, this yeah, is a it's little bit... what it should be. Jack it's Black little... is 100
1: someone who should show up in Star Wars. <laughs> yes. Be like, I got a job for you, Mandalorian. Like, skip it to do. Like, no, 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 she's got, like, it's a great. Or playing something. like
0: these weird alien games, and it... she's like obsessed with Baby Yoda, Lizzo, and like, there's a there's kind of conspiracy with like the droids and fucking Doc Browns in it. Yeah. It, it's like it's. It's so, like, weird. And it's like, George Lucas probably got a boner if he saw this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm talking about here. You yeah. know what I mean? And other people were just like, no, not my Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I call, I call out everyone who has said that because that's stupid. And you're, you're making a mistake for saying that. Um, John Favreau wrote Swingers back in 1996. I don't know what happened, but he has stopped giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. like he just has like whatever these these are all first draft screenplays right like for television and that's like i get it you know yeah. you're putting stuff down on piece of paper he should not be doing that i stand by my decision or my, my opinion that he should be having a writer's room because he just can't handle this anymore um i have more questions though than answers because Rick Famuyiwa is now an executive producer on the show mm-hmm. he has written and directed In my opinion, the best episodes of the series, along with Bryce Dallas Howard, prior to season three. Now they're of the same quality, and I I can't tell who's directing what anymore. They all just feel monotonous and and life-sucking.
1: Well, We're hitting the crunch right now, which I I just think it's affecting everyone. And I don't think it's even... I can't even really blame Favreau. I think these things are being rushed out with less money and less time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Offer a streaming service... Which is
0: we have just passed the streaming bubble imploding, right? Like, yeah, like the, the writing is no longer on the wall. It's like we're all spouting it, and we're just kind of watching. Disney's the, is the only one that is acting like everything is fine. Like
1: every other one is making decisions every week that is like, oh, it's worse than we thought, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's actually. Netflix is killing their DVD by mail service to, in a, a desperate attempt to get more people to use their
0: streaming service. Yeah. When I saw that, that's when it really hit me. I was like, Oh shit. Netflix might not be a thing in yeah. like five to 10 years.
1: It really could. Now, like it could always bounce back. They could find the right thing to do. I
0: don't yeah. Know. Yeah. But like, I don't think but. people understand how huge that decision is. Like yeah. that's, that's really fucking And And
1: that was not an unprofitable sector of their company, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, they they people like it. People want to use that service. It's just not making, like, a fucking, like, fortune, you know? And they're like, we need those resources elsewhere. And that's a very bad sign as a business, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And to see Disney doubling down all of this stuff is, like, concerning, right?
0: Uh-huh. And I think
1: it's radiating out and hurting the product.
0: I can't even really blame... Favreau you no, know no, I I will and, not blame him for that like the this season and, looked really fucking cheap um you know what I I'm gonna kind of not push back on that yeah like yeah. It, it looks really bad this year now, and it's not entirely this show the fault stuff
1: I will blame Favreau for is that I think he has a really shallow idea of what net what is a conflict that is actually interesting and how to resolve it
0: right which oh you, you have no idea which <laughs> I'm gonna go into up, it
1: Which you brought up in the uh, whole, like we just got to work together as Mandalorians, right? Like Mm -hmm. the like, and vote for your local congressman. Like (laughs) it is that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like neoliberal bullshit. And if there's anything that is absolutely dead in 2023, it's neoliberalism, right? Like Uh it's just
0: it's over. Like that's really over. And you know what? Oh, here you go. You go first because I'm gonna go on a thing. (laughs) Well, it's I get why. It
1: doesn't happen. And I'm not saying our culture should reflect my values in any sort of way, you know? Yeah, we both like
0: regressive shit in movies sometimes. I've
1: I've also just gotten to the point of being like, it's a fool's errand to even have those discussions, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we just just all lose our minds. We all point fingers at each other. And meanwhile, people who, like, fucking fund politicians who commit war crimes, like, make money hand over fist while we're arguing, right? Like, it's missing the forest for the trees type shit. But to, for, if Favreau were to really interrogate the Mandalorian, it would necessitate actual change to the dynamics that are happening on the show, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That it is, we would have to get, we would have to get skeptical of it. And if there's one thing we've learned about Star Wars fans, <laughs> is that they really don't like that. That they really push back on anything disruptive like that. That they just want their their characters to stand around and look cool and constantly be the the, the problem. You know, it's like it's more women prison guards type shit. Like it is <laughs> the Mandalorians, there's nothing about the Mandalorians that is actually a problem. It's who's who has the most voting power within the Mandalorians, right? Mm-hmm. It is not. There is nothing fundamentally wrong with the Jedi Order. It is who is in charge of the Jedi Order. Like, the Jedi Order should have worked. Luke was in charge, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, no. And we have to start really questioning those things. And not in a, again, I am not saying in a, like, I don't want, I don't need these stories to be 100% aligned with my politics. I will talk about a show later that is more aligned with where my politics are that I have problems with. Right. But they're kind of separate from what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, it is, is not about reflecting (laughs) what I want personally. It is just this unfortunate repeating of stories and imagery and characters and circumstances and arcs that, is the star wars thing unfortunately i'm in the minority of thinking those are wrong but it is also what kept the original eu going for forever and it is what clearly what the majority of star wars fans want they don't want these things to get more creative in some way um but i'm at a point where i'm like i don't want i don't want to see another fucking republic <laughs> rise from the ashes of an empire you know Mm-hmm. Like, it, it shouldn't we be trying something different here? Shouldn't we, like, try to break the circle a little bit? Not even for a, not in a, honestly, I'm stressing, not in a political sense, just in an engaging story sense, right? Yeah,
0: like, why follow the, that narrative? Like, I'm not even going to say we can't do that again. Like, I, act, I I think, like, just politically speaking, the Star Wars universe will probably lean that way for the foreseeable future, but, like, we can do other stories in between that or even while that's occurring and not make it the focus and still have a epic scale, you know? And as they do this,
1: they, as they keep repeating these things, they are training the audience to expect those things. So Mm -hmm. when a story maybe veers from that, it is considered a mistake as opposed to a different story, right? Yeah. It is. You can't kill Snoke in the second movie. He's supposed to be the villain in the third movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know? And it, yeah. it, people like, they they fucked up. They killed Snoke as if, like, they got to the editing bay and were like, oh, shit, we killed Snoke, like, as if they didn't know what they were doing. And it's like, that's not a mistake. It's a choice. You don't have to agree with it, but it's a choice, and you should ask why those choices are made. Mm-hmm. And now Star Wars is being flattened in a way to make make it so those changes just don't happen because they don't want to rock the boat too much. Yeah. And I can't a hundred percent blame Favreau. I can blame Disney because this is what they've always wanted. Because this is what major corporations want to do with culture. But I can't let like the fans off the hook. They a hundred percent deserve the quality of shows they're getting. Like if they if they try to sit around and be like Star Wars, Disney's ruining Star Wars. They aren't wrong, but their their hands
0: also aren't clean, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but and you know what the most frustrating thing is for me right now? And this is related to what exactly what you were saying. It's that every once in a while, Favreau does have an idea or even a moment that's captured on screen where I'm like, that's a good idea. Let's get more into that, you know? And then they like, doesn't? There's a moment in the season three finale where like, you know, the, the epic cliffhanger leading into the finale is like, fuck, they're going to lose Mandalore again. Like, they're barely getting it back. Whatever, right? Din Jarn's captured. Where's Baby Yoda? I don't know. The Bo-Katan has to, like, escape. And, like, the, the Mandalorians are hiding out in this, these caves mm. that are filled with, like, nature and, like, the plant life of Mandalore that hasn't existed in hundreds of years. And this great moment where they all just take, this, like, a beat to recognize that, like oh, hey, like, life can come back to this planet. Like, our, our our home isn't gone forever. Like, we our home can be whatever we want it to be. Like, we can plant new life here. Like, that's the metaphor, right? Yeah. It's right there. It's a nice moment. Not relevant to anything that happens the rest of the show. But yeah. it's, like, right there. It's, like, that's the story. Right fucking there. And the other
1: problem is that, like, they... This is one of my problems with Book of Boba Fett, too, which I liked more than most people but you could tell they picked the ending before they started the season, right? Yep. And they ha- and I can't even say like you shouldn't do that. They have to because by the time they are filming the third season, they're already building sets for the fourth season probably. Yeah. Like these are massive undertakings. And they don't want to spread them out. Because you have to get a certain number of things out there for shareholders to show that the numbers keep going
0: up. Because they're You're always right. going to go up. But like, furthermore, even like with all that too, the show The Mandalorian has given every nerd who's been saying this is the best Star Wars thing ever exactly what they wanted. Mm. And I won't say it's doing it very well, right? Uh, Favreau's not blameless here. But yeah. it's giving people exactly what they wanted. And they're recognizing that it's not very good. They they don't recognize that them asking for that is wrong. They you know can't what
1: I mean? figure out that yeah they're like they can't go. It's that I mean I I've talked about I talk I bring this up a lot but it is that thing and I can't blame him for it. But I remember when I saw Watchmen Zack Snyder's Watchmen in theaters, it was a hundred percent what I wanted. Right, like mm-hmm. it was as close to a filmic adaptation of the source material as you could get in terms of one to one. And getting it, I remember that feeling in the theater being like, oh, I I actually don't want this, right? And I can't even be like, I'm not blaming Zack Snyder. He did the exact instinct I would have done before the movie came out. Like, it took seeing it for me to realize it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, but it's that thing of like, I don't know if Star Wars fans... And I'm lumping them all together. Star Wars is one of the most popular franchises on Earth. It's the third highest-grossing multimedia franchise of all time. Uh, it's there's a lot of people that are probably in, there's a lot more people probably in our camp than we realize. Uh, but I think there are there. I think there are more. I don't want to say like casual, but there are certain fans that they're getting what they want. They aren't enjoying it, and they aren't getting introspective about it. And are either jumping to the... That's why people got so upset about the Lizzo and Jack Black thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they need something to blame, and that's, like, a more, like, apparent... I mean, that was remember people were so upset about, like, those colorful bikes in the Book of Boba Fett? No, yeah. And it's like they're focusing on the wrong thing, and they're being geeked up by these fucking outrage merchants on YouTube, right? That yeah. have agendas, and are using the lack of quality of these shows to push their agendas being like you know why the show sucks and it's because of my sincere political beliefs which are that i think uh diversity is a bad thing which Mm -hmm. is what these people are doing it's i it's so telling that all the criticisms the last jedi got were criticisms made against the force awakens in terms of like the diversity thing right Mm-hmm. like all those are made but they didn't stick because on average the majority of people like the force awakens right
0: mm-hmm. say
1: how you feel about it in retrospect whatever your opinion could change but most people had a good time with the force awakens the last jedi people came out of it some people weren't hype about it which is it's not wrong to not be hype about a star wars movie right mm-hmm. but you log on the youtube and you are primed to get sucked in by these people who don't really care about Star Wars, but do care about pushing their agendas. And they're going to use this Star Wars thing to push it. I mean, flat earthers make videos about why The Last Jedi sucked.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You no, know I'm not surprised. Yeah, because
1: they know and those videos do numbers because the algorithm feeds them. And that's where like I am slightly worried about how we talk about this stuff in 10 years. Because I, I see these weird things where people are just like, yeah, we all know the sequel trilogy sucked, but then like they don't really have an argument for it, right? Mm-hmm. And then they usually fall back on stuff like, well, there's continuity errors during that big fight scene. And it's like, I'm not saying like that's not a mistake, right? Like, there's a whole <laughs> other discussion, but that's your, your fucking ace in the hole? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's There's no real philosophical thing by it. And I think people now are just like, yeah, we all agree they suck, but they don't even know why we agree on that anymore. And it's, it's, I only see it getting worse um, for at least the foreseeable future. And I worry we're at a tipping point. I think we're, we're hitting
0: a certain, uh, a tipping point for Star Wars. I, I agree, but I think I'm more optimistic in the long run, if that makes sense. You know, like a Star Wars, whatever, like it's not real. Um, but like I am optimistic about it because, Right now, the snake's eating its own tail so vehemently. And, like, I've said it's going to eat its own tail for a while, right? Like, I've been very open about feeling that way. Hmm. But the fact that no one is, like, universally praising or disliking anything anymore, except maybe Andor, which is pretty close to universal praise, right? Not not Except by weirdos. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, they're going to burn out any semblance of goodwill like the Disney yeah. corporation. but gonna... Star Wars isn't going to be able to like sustain itself again, which is what we've always talked about too. Star Wars gets too big for whoever takes over it.
1: All right? I'm saying is that I would be really nervous right now if they were right now developing a new trilogy and Bob Iger was in charge of the Walt Disney Company. We are going to get to that? I, I would I be really to... nervous if those two things were specifically happening right
0: now. I want to get into that. I need to vent about how bad the finale was just because this is the only time I've talked about it. It felt like a baby wrote it. I'm not even joking. Like I I've said, I didn't like the Mario brothers movie at all. It's it's like for it's baby food. It's bad baby food. Right? Like that, that's me being kind. The Mandalorian season three finale was, was shockingly incompetent. And I, I, I'm not really sure why, but every five minutes, it was like, oh, Jyn's captured. Missed the epic cliffhanger from last time. Oh, he, he broke out of the capture. It's okay. Oh, Baby Yoda's here now, and they're helping yeah. each other. Okay. Uh, oh, Bo-Katan and the Mandalorians are just going to regroup, and then they're going to retake Mandalore. And I was like, oh, all right. And then they're like, oh. And then um, the, the bad guy, Moff Gideon, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, the great Giancarlo Esposito, <laughs> who said he didn't believe in cloning two episodes ago or whatever. Actually, he does have a secret clone army of himself, Oh, my gosh, they got to destroy them. Oh, and then they confront him. And then you, he, he reveals that he was actually making clones so he could give them the Force powers. And then they, then they blew up, though. So now he's angry about that, even though he said he didn't like cloning a couple episodes ago. And, and then a the big explosion happens behind him. And then Baby Yoda saves them all. And, and then he, he's the bad guy's dead. And then all Mandalores united. Oh, but also the Darksaber broke. The, Mandal- the, the bad guy broke the Darksaber, saber. And, and now it's not important anymore because Mandalore is united. And this wasn't a choice any participant made in the story. It's just something that happened in the middle yeah. of the, the fight well, scene.
1: Well, it's, it's the natural end result of when you're not writing
0: character-driven stories. It was, yeah. it's, it, it, it was flabbergasting. It is, I could well, not believe it.
1: There's no other way. Honestly, it is. I know where you're coming from, but there was no other way it was going to end. No,
0: no, no. Like, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. But it was just shocking to watch it play out. The part that surprised me the most was the fact that most audiences seemed to reject it. Mm-hmm. That was actually kind of nice to see. Now, that, so- nope. that might sound very mean, mm-hmm. but a-, a lot of people immediately responded to this as like maybe killing the show.
1: That's interesting. I didn't yeah. see I I'm I I have so much Star Wars stuff just muted now cuz I just like I can't do it anymore, you know. Yeah, probably talk, for the best. And even then I talk about Star Wars too much. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I mean, how many fucking retrospectives do we bring up Star Wars bullshit? Like it's yeah. really embarrassing, frankly. That's but fine. uh uh I just I, I wonder if we're in a bubble, you know? Like Maybe. that's I my mean, big, yeah. that's yeah. my big question lately not just in terms of uh uh, Star Wars, but in all of nerd culture, because it's I, I can't tell. Like, right now, um, in about two months, there's going to be a brand new Indiana Jones movie, right? Like Actually, uh, one month. One month. It comes out I in... Uh, comes oh wait, No, no, no,
0: it doesn't come out in May. No, it's it's premiering at Cannes. Sorry, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Well, now
1: we're doing that weird thing where it's like, that's premiering at Cannes, and then fucking Flash premieres tomorrow at CinemaCon. Oh, yeah, um,
0: yeah. Which, uh... Yeah. <laughs> sure. Whatever. i get an A plus from CinemaCon or whatever. Yeah.
1: The, um, the location where
0: they pump something in the atmosphere so you'll like all yeah. the movies that come well, out Well, no, there. it's,
1: it's – they don't need to pump anything in the atmosphere. They just need to say we're all going to make so much money. <laughs> And they have to believe it. You can't have a guy come out at CinemaCon and say, "Hey, actually, we're, here's a movie. We think it's gonna lose you guys a shit ton of money." Like, yeah. you have to dilute yourselves. And they have it in Vegas, so everyone's already fucking gambling and fucking. Cooking, so
0: <laughs> we're on and, top of the fucking world. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Vegas, which is like a mistake of a city in the middle of a fucking desert that was built to rip off people who built the Hoover Dam, like. <laughs> it's like an embarrassment and it's like yeah fucking the line is always going up baby <laughs> like so they're gonna love the flash uh but <laughs> i mean it is a thing of like a no one seems really hyped for flash at all right yeah like, no no real people no real people um and indiana jones you would you would think that that would at least be like it would at least generate some buzz. Cause it's very much, this is going to be the last Harrison Ford one, right? Like it's yeah. over at after this. And there's just, there's like, I cannot tell if we've just moved on or if there really is no hype for it. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I, I don't know if you have a, because you, you're more in those circles than I am. And I can't, I, I don't know if I have a great, uh, look at everything. Yeah. Um, Does that make sense?
0: It does. Um, I don't think there's actually that much hype for Flash. I think indie, when it gets closer to release, people will be like, oh, Harrison Ford, because people like Harrison Ford. That's what one will pick up. The opposite of that is I could definitely feel the hype for Super Mario
1: Brothers, right? Yeah. Like People were excited about that movie, Mm
0: -hmm. like
1: adult people, and... It was, it, it like, the the the, the, rel- the quality of that movie is irrelevant. Just, I just, that's just that people were hyped is what is important. And I, how do I say, like, I just wonder if that, if that is a sign of the new arena we're moving into. Because maybe now it is the younger culture just isn't, they, they don't want to see these things regurgitate. Like, we've already, you know we already did Indiana Jones' back with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like, maybe we're just not looking for it anymore, you know? I mm-hmm. maybe we just don't want it. Um, and the younger culture, it wasn't like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was enough to get the new culture, the younger people on board, you know? Yeah. That maybe it's just, it's that, that avenue is gone now. And maybe it's a little too early for something like Star Wars to come back. And maybe that now that we've done, like, all this, like, Justice League edits and re-edits and new versions <laughs> and spin-offs And now, like, we're going into, like, oh, the, we're going to change the paradigm of the universe. No, actually, we're starting over again. And James Gunn's in charge. And it just feels like people don't give a shit, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, we're about to get the first Flash movie ever.
0: Right? Yep. Like, that should be a big deal. And it's just no one gives a shit. You know what else might have stolen its thunder? Is the Flash TV show, which was a huge yeah. hit at one point and well, still like is but, the most popular show on the CW. Yeah, but also that should, in my opinion, make the Flash more popular.
1: Like, there should be people being like, I love the Flash. I can't wait for it to get the big movie treatment, right? Yeah. And that could just the lack of that hype could just speak to the movies like diminishing in terms of being the apex of culture, right? Like people might just be comfortable with a TV show.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: to me, there's a built-in audience for this now, right? Yeah. And there's just nothing. Okay, I see that. And, I mean, but, like, we're all stuck about, this is a company that took fucking until, what was it, 20 fucking 17 to get a Wonder Woman movie out there?
0: Yeah, I mean, that that is embarrassing. That's
1: how long it took to get a fucking Wonder Woman movie made. And... You know, this isn't a critic. I don't. I, I'm not like blaming Zack Snyder. It's not his fault. But it is a little fucked up that when we finally get someone like Wonder Woman, who I think is an important cultural character, frankly,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: that she has to have this anchor of being tied to this greater universe. So she's not even really the star of the thing. The universe is the star. You know?
0: Yeah. And, and I, th- I think we're we're on the precipice of these universes ending. Not yeah. even out of like story obligation or anything like that. God no, but like I, I think people just burnt out. I mean, there's uh, the Marvel stuff. W- w- people maybe disagree, but I, I've said it's, it's happening, and yeah. uh, Guardians Three doesn't look like it's gonna do that well. And that's a franchise that people like, like normal people like. Yeah. People don't care about Ant Man, which is why the last one bombed. You know, but mm-hmm. like, and, and these Guardians things are not built to last. And Guardians is being built as, like, this is the end of it, and it still doesn't even feel like people give a shit, you know? Yeah, it's like, I'm the one, I'm like, no, 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 this is the one I like, guys. And then everyone's like, yeah, whatever, go go back to bed, Grandpa. Yeah. And I'm like, Which is fine, whatever, I'm not defending but, the sanctity of this, I'm just saying, you know?
1: That could, I think part of it is just the overloading of the, the Disney Plus shit. I think that is what is, like, kind of speeding this up, you know?
0: I, I completely agree. And this kind of goes back to the. I almost said Tucker Carlson because that's on the brain. <laughs> yeah, um, Tucker Carlson got but, fired today. Like,
1: yeah. What is, is that day we're recording? <laughs> we don't know what the full story is yet. Like, yeah. it's just kind of like suddenly he's off the air. So we're all kind of happy, but we're also like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> what
0: could that have caused that?
1: But, yeah, um, we don't know. If, like, he could be announcing he's running for president. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that—that
1: that, that um, is a, a real thing people have discussed yeah.
0: at this so. exact moment in time. I think you and I are just taking the win and running with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but I'm bringing I meant to bring up Bob Iger, mm-hmm. who you brought up, who, you know, when he came back after the the other Bob stepped in mm-hmm. um, for like a year and got boot, the boot really fast. How are right? there
1: literally just like six guys named Bob who run like half of Hollywood? Uh,
0: You know what? It makes a lot of sense. How is it just that? Like Oh, they they were cloned by Moff Gideon and yeah. then they were revealed to be forced to You can't sensitive. get like a
1: Lance in there or somewhere, like
0: Or like an Andrew. Yeah, like Um But like, okay, when he when Bob Iger came back in, everyone was like, Oh, he's gonna clean house and shit and get stuff back on track. Every problem the Walt Disney Corporation is facing right now, along with every other corporation in Hollywood, and maybe even just corporations across the globe, is a byproduct of his decision-making over the course of the last yeah, decade. All
1: the stuff that didn't work was in production while he was still in charge. Yeah, the but... guy
0: who who everyone blamed for all the other problems, he did fuck up. Like, I, I think he, like heist like price hiked on like the, the theme parks and stuff like that. Like he's done shit that didn't work well, in the short There's term, also but, like, like the
1: weird, like Disney, Disney has come out because Disney made that big stink of like, they fired what's her name for being transphobic. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've
1: gone more in on social issues. And then they made that big announcement that they're no longer going to give any money to Republicans. Um, I think just in the state of Florida, but like that was their big thing Yeah, after the don't say gay bill. And now they're, like, at war with the state of Florida. And there it's even, like, there's even, like, genuine discussions that Disney
0: might leave Florida. Yeah, like, which is fucking crazy. It's, it's is, very much a let-them-fight situation. Yeah. It, no, I'm not, I'm not picking sides, but I'm just saying, yeah.
1: like, that... And I think a lot of that got laid at that dude's feet. You know, that, like, he didn't handle those situations well. Yeah. And, uh, I don't, you know, I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck is driving that. I think part of it is that, like, Disney... Disney has that weird thing where they've been kind of, they rely on the gay community in a lot of ways. Yeah, like they've always had like a weird in with them because they they have the unofficial gay days at Disney World and Disneyland. Did you know about those? Uh, no, I did not. But it's uh, like a bare day. minimum. They're un, they're unofficial. Like it's not like Disney comes out and it's like gay, but there is a day that usually it's like same sex couples all go to the park, and they just they have a day there. It's 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 the gay day at Disney World. I can't remember the date but uh it happens and I think they know that that is a that that block like buys a lot of their shit so they can't piss them off and you know I'm not they're not doing it for altruistic reasons I guess is what I'm saying mm-hmm. but uh it's in this weird time where right now you have corporations backpedaling on like gay rights stuff or like being afraid to put their toe in the water and Disney kind of went all in that's not like a, I'm not like saying that's a pro to them but I think that the negative publicity that has swirled around that at the same time as them hitting this kind of, like, flop era, you know, Mm -hmm. that I think it looks a certain way to people that um, things were changed uh, recently, and it it must be that guy's fault. And I don't even know. It sounds like he wasn't a great – but also, like, Bob Iger couldn't run the theme parks either. Like, there's a very little – like attempt to actually run the theme parks well because they don't make a, a lion's share
0: of the money, right? Yeah, but he, we got to remember he was also like the platonic ideal of like a capitalist icon because he just yeah. what what was his business plan? It was to just, buy the really profitable stuff. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, for what it was for this is
1: this is I'm not I, I feel like I'm gonna come across like defending Bob Iger, but I'm not like
0: it made a lot of his decisions made sense, right? Yeah, they, they make eat. business sense, and we we have discussed, I know you're not defending him, but it's like, mm. you know, just because something makes business sense doesn't mean it's like a, a moral or ethical good, yeah. you know? Very often, I would say about 99% of the time, it is the opposite of morally good, Yeah, <laughs> you know? I like, mean, he he got, you know, he got Marvel,
1: like, that's a big deal that that happened. And he saw that before a lot of other people saw that that's where things were going, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, it made business sense. And they, and I, get, I give him credit. He tried for, like, two years to make it, it, an in-house version of the Marvel shit, right? Like, he want. they were like, we have to expand into action movies. We have to target boy audiences and shit like that. They tried. They all flopped. And then he just went, like, okay, we're back to – we're just going to buy some famous IPs.
0: Yeah, and you're right. He did it's, genuinely it's try that for a minute. A,
1: it's been a net negative for our culture, but <laughs> –
0: you know, it made sense, but I, I, just, it, you can't do it forever, man. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, this is why I also said he's like the Platonic ideal of that. I've like, been coming up a
1: lot on this show, like when, even when we're not discussing Star Wars. Yeah,
0: that kind of sucks. Um, but like, he's also the also the dude that ideal canceled Twin Peaks, Peaks initially. Yeah, so, so fuck him. But like also Bill the, the uh, like the ideal version of capitalism in the last decade is like specifically short-term success. Zero long term. Infinite
1: more. growth, too big to fail. Yeah, like, th- th- that is, him. and it and and guess what? It's all failing right now. So yep. buckle the fuck up, people. <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
1: makes a lot of what's happening in the Star Wars universe look very trivial. Ultimately,
0: it but... does. It does. But that's what we're here to talk about today. So mm-hmm. fuck it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's basically the Mandalorian is is, is a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, it it it's. It, I will say yep. the premise for next season, which is what the show ends on, instead of wrapping up anything and like you know spending time with any single thought for more than a couple minutes or seconds. Um, Mandalorian and Baby Yoda team up with the with the new Republic agent guy. Uh, I forget the actor's name. I like him. He's going to be Uncle Iroh in the live action Last Airbender show. Uh, he's a good actor. <laughs> uh, well, he's gonna instead of like being a lone gunslinger, he's now. Uh, uh, he's gonna go live on the planet where uh fucking Apollo Creed runs, right? Of uh, and he's gonna go work the for the New
1: Public. while I wasn't paying attention? Anyway, I don't know.
0: I, I forget the, the Apollo's name. Uh, uh, fucking what? What's that actor's name? It's Apollo Creed. Who gives a fuck? Okay, yeah. Well, it's the Carl Weathers, man. Carl, thank Weathers. you, Carl Weathers. He's gonna go live on the planet with Carl Weathers and Baby Yoda. They only find Action Jackson, which is a name that doesn't really make any sense. But hey, fuck it. Um, and he's Chub from fucking Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, Rise of Chubs. Um, <laughs> but the Mandalorian is going to work for the New Republic to hunt down like agents who have fled from um, like the Republic, like war crimes and stuff like that. Oh, know? so it's like, finally gonna
1: be about bounty hunting?
0: Yeah. And it's It's like starring a bounty hunter. Yeah, it's like that's a good idea. I have no confidence in then executing that. You know what? I will say this.
1: Now the problem is because of the nature of way shows are made. Now they were they're already making season four before they get the feedback to season three, right?
0: Yeah. So
1: they've already started building a show in the mold of where season three ended, and maybe it's not working. You know. Mm -hmm. So that's. But Favreau has been at weird points like that in his career before where he has realized he's making a mistake and kind of, like, goes, like, let's get back to basics a little bit, you know?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, there, he, he has the run of, you know, Iron Man. He kind of hated doing Iron Man 2, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
0: so he doesn't do the Avengers because yeah. of that. Yeah, he doesn't he do, do the Avengers. He does do Avengers.
1: Cowboys and Aliens, which is, like, kind of a passion project but doesn't work, you know? Hmm. And then he kind of swings back to doing something like Chef, which is, like, a really, like, low-budget kind of small, affair movie, you know? Yeah. And it's a movie where it's about how sexy he is and he has sex with Scarlett Johansson. But um, it's also, like, a nice little movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. And after that, he does Jungle Book, which I still like the Jungle Book movie he did. I do, too. Like, I think that's a pretty decent movie. And then he does Lion King, which is a disaster. But... He seems to be able to like kind of reset himself when he needs to, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe he could do that if uh, if given the chance, and if there's been enough, if he real maybe he knew season three didn't end the way he wanted it to. Like that's why there is such this drastic tone shift in it, right? Of just we're we're forget about the Mandalorian shit. We're going you're going bounty hunting now, right? Yeah. Like maybe he saw it coming before it even happened. <laughs> Uh, I I'm, I'm just, I'm just being slightly optimistic about no, it. Oh no, right? I,
0: I, you, but, you might be right. I thought about that too. I was like, did he know that this was getting too big for its britches and he couldn't keep up with it anymore? Yeah. And he had to strip it all down and just, just leave that stuff behind for a little bit.
1: I mean, I've, we've all been there writing. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's famously Stephen King when he was writing The Stand, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Did you know the story. Uh, no, but tell me anyway. So Ste-
1: Stephen King, a famously a guy who never has writer's block, had writer's block while working on The Stand, um, which was like this opus. And he was – he's like, I'm at this middle point. I all I have all these characters set up. I have too many goddamn characters. I don't know what happens next, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know what to do. It. And he, he was trying to figure it out. And then he, he basically came to the conclusion – for a lot of thematic reasons, but that's we can, that's not worth getting into. But he basically decided like he's going to set off a bomb in like the middle of the story, and it's going to kill off half the characters, right? <laughs> and it was basically like a weird reset to like refocus what was going on, and mm. it worked out. Like that's what makes that it really helped the latter half of that story. Now, famously in Stephen King fashion, third act troubles, but <laughs> it, it did help for what it was. Um, but I just I. You know, who knows? I think the Mandalorian kind of needs that where, like, all the Mandalorians need to, like, die on the way back to their home planet, you know? Yeah,
0: they need to blow up the home planet. Yeah, exactly. The home planet needs to be one of the ones that blows up and Force Awakens.
1: Yeah, why not? Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and I will say, I think the final problem with the show, and I ne- I, I've not been a hater of this person, I've actually kind of defended them, but Dave Filoni basically is not that involved because he's doing the Ahsoka show mm-hmm. that comes out later this year and I, I think that definitely has been a detriment to well, again, Favreau's writing capabilities
1: again it's everything is too spread out like yep it's a big mistake they're all making yeah. like, the it should all be the same
0: thing. show yeah it should all be one show
1: it sh- it really should have been it should have been like here's a 10 episode miniseries about star wars right like mm-hmm. Ten two hour episodes. <laughs> like they should have worked on that for like a fucking three years and then just dumped all that at once. You know? I
0: think you could even do like fifteen episode runs and just Sure, be like... why not? But I'm just saying like just it
1: should have just been one big thing as opposed to like these dozens of little satellite shows. You yeah.
0: Know? yeah.
1: But I think uh I, th- I think we've said everything worth saying about the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, we can move on now.
1: Um which is a thing. Yeah. This just this is what uh, came up next. I got I've opened a bunch of tabs of like other shows, and uh-huh. shit, but a show didn't pop up. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order popped up instead.
0: Oh yay! Which I have not played, but seems to be pretty good apparently. Um,
1: I, I, I I've heard mixed things. Okay. Um, I'll say this: I was given a free copy of it when I bought uh, my new PC back in 2019,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I haven't played it. <laughs> oh. <'Cause> I've just. <laughs> It looked like a story on rails type thing.
0: Uh, it, it does, and that's the problem with a lot of AAA games right now. It's not a Star Wars-related problem. That that yeah. one is at the behest of, of another industry's problems.
1: So. Also, just no offense, but like the guy, I, I don't like the look of the guy. <laughs>
0: he looks i I don't i don't look at that face that's just not i don't want to be that guy oh okay we're going back to hating gingers is that what we're doing it's not even the hair like i'm fine with the hair it's like the weird face it's his face i don't don't mean to be
1: offensive but it's this weird creeps
0: looking face oh my god it's it's a normal face he's i think he's irish yeah his name's con Cameron Monaghan—that's definitely Irish. I'm sure you find it. So.
1: It's not even like him. If you, if I saw him in real life, I'd be like, "Hey, man, whatever." Like it's the like weird uncanniness of like him being a digital character. You know, they're getting they're getting too realistic looking.
0: Like, oh, that yeah, I do hate that. I really that do.
1: It, but also the shape of the dude's face doesn't help. But-
0: <laughs> well- <laughs> Do you remember that, like, debacle with the, the Insomniac Spider-Man game when they had to replace the, the actor's face when they upscaled to the, the PS5 version? Oh, no, I did not know that. Okay, so apparent, it, it was something with, like, the the animation rigging, and um, the guy's face wasn't, like, it wasn't working anymore, so they replaced it with another actor's face, or the, the original voice actor's face, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... They made him look more, like, boyish and young. And, like, it's, it's, like, an early 20s age Peter Parker in that game. So it's, like, normal, right? And people were, like, rioting, and the voice actor was, like, oh, sorry, guys, it's me, it's my fault. My, my face wasn't, like, working with the computer or whatever. Like, he came out and made a statement to be, like, no, 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 don't be upset for me. Like, it's normal, it's fine. And, and people were, like, there's a war going on about whether or not people prefer the old face or the new face. And it's, like... God, that's strange. What a strange
1: fucking world we live in, man. We live in an incredibly strange world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't like the look of... I I mean, it's not... I don't even know if it's the fate. It's just the, like... It's got the weird, like, bad boy vibe, but, like, also not, like, a bad boy vibe. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I guess because when you play the game, you're supposed to pick whether or not you become a good person or a bad person.
0: Oh, it's one of those... I'm
1: assuming that's part of it, but I don't even know. That could be completely false. Like, but... He has to look like someone who could go either way, right? Right. So instead, he looks like no one. <laughs> well. Apparently, Forrest Whitaker is back in the game as Saw Guerrero. Oh, that's fantastic.
0: More but, Forrest Whitaker, the better, in my and, opinion. And
1: uh, Ben Burt is a voice of a droid in it. So. Perfect. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but.
0: Uh, uh, has but even Root been uh, on any of the Star Wars things? nobody should be but i'll tell you right now the thing about this this uh the star wars jedi series of video games which i guess is going to be a trilogy i just looked that up right yeah, now Yeah, the
1: new, next one comes out literally this week that we're recording
0: yeah and um, then i guess they're they're hyping up one last one which is yeah. like okay trilogies great no problem with that um it is again set during the era that we've already talked about being exhausted by yeah so and guess
1: what more jedi yeah I mean, now the like I, you know i get it there's always got to be a few other running around
0: right like just yeah,
1: yeah for narrative necessity but goddamn, man there are two there, you're getting they're at the tipping point where there are too many jedi running around and now what happened at the end of revenge of the sith is like losing its emotional punch right Like yeah, and you don't even like that movie <laughs> I, yeah it's it's but it's It's important narratively. I'll say this. Someone at Lucasfilm is at least doing the smart thing of not bringing the Sith back, you know? Yeah. Like, they're at least being smart about that. Mm -hmm. Because it is very important that when Darth Vader kills the Emperor, it does bring an end to the Sith. Like, that is specifically a thing he's meant to do, you know? Yeah. I bet someone there is at least minding the store, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: it's, it, there's too many Jedi, man. There's too many Jedi running around. Well, to go on to Ahsoka, another show that hasn't come out yet really quick. And I, I only want to touch on it briefly. Cause yeah, yeah, I think we don't have, to... you know, I don't have a ton to say about all of these things. Yeah, yeah. Well, um... One
1: thing I will say about the game, the, I think the reason why there's a trilogy and why like this is the model now is I think the story is most of these games, these AAA games, like don't actually make money. Oh, but uh, they so, but like they get funding from the consoles they're going to be on because like it helps ship units, you know? Yeah. And and which units themselves, which are sold at a loss, but the subscription passes and then being in your living room is such an important part of the business models that they have, right? Like, uh-huh. that's really what it comes down to. Because I think it's the thing of like. I, I've heard people say that those that some of the FromSoft games like might not really make money, like that they they maybe break even, but they aren't like huge money makers. And but like the people publishing them don't care because they move they move systems. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. So like I think they built in like this is the amount of money that was set aside for these things, and so we're gonna do three, and that's gonna be it. And then it's we don't they don't need to make a shit ton of money anymore, because games are just so fucking expensive to make nowadays. Yeah. Because they're chasing these, like, insane graphics, which no one really wants, but... uh, I mean, you know. I was fine with the PS2 era.
0: (laughs) So was I. I don't need things to look photorealistic. Yeah. That's not really what I go to games for. Are we ever going to break that, like... Um, it'll have to be, or if if we don't break it, there will be people trying other things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just want to get like everything should be stylized at this point, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I love the look of the Lego Star Wars games more than this, right? <laughs> like, those have more of a, they feel more Star Wars than this thing, which looks too, which looks too real, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, it just throws me off a little bit, and. But I could, I, could, I could just be an old man about it. I'm just being like old man yells at clouds about things.
0: Okay, but like to, to be another old man who's yelling at clouds... Uh, well, not even yelling, because like, I, I, I actually... I'm kind of looking forward to the Ahsoka series. With the major caveat that like a character I love, Ahsoka Tano, also kind of raises more problems um, by yeah. her continued existence in the yeah. Star Wars universe, I mean, you could make
1: that work, right? Like, yeah, I'm
0: fine with... Cause she's also the OG survivor, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's exactly. like them adding all these other ones later. It's like, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. And then know? it's like, well, Luke Skywalker didn't actually found a new Jedi Order. He just found a bunch of Jedi, like... Yeah. Which is very different, right? It's different, but it's also you know not to not to be this type of fan, but it's like it also just kind of retroactively makes sense that okay, you just tried to pick up where they left off, that didn't work. That explains that. If you yeah. have to, if you have to reconcile with that, that's how I reconcile with it, right? But to
1: me, there's a I, I kind of get it, and there's a way to make it work. And I always thought this this is just me though, but like this is such a fantasy thing of like when you tell the story is in a, in a universe where the magic of it is winding down, right? Like yeah. that's Lord of the Rings, you know, that yes. all the really cool magical shit, the Silmarillion happened a long time ago, like that battle's already done. And now as things go on, the world is becoming slightly less magical as it moves into a modern era. Right. right. And so like, that's why, you know, when, when Obi-Wan shows up, it's, he's like, and I'm like one of the last Jedi, it's like, Jedi at one point there were millions of them but now it's just a few people. And I think even the prequels like the number of Jedi in the prequels are supposed to be like really small considering everything, but even then they keep growing with every new fucking adventure. So mm. uh I always I always wanted like my whole like headcanon is that when Luke defeated the emperor that like they, they, they like oh fucking yoda gives that whole speech about like how life makes the forest grow and everything like that right that mm. like it's also and the emperor stands in direct opposition to that and has thrown the whole universe out of balance so it won't be until the universe is put the galaxy i mean more specifically it's, it won't be until the galaxy is put more back into balance for there to be more Jedi to come around, right? Like, that there's right. going to be a distinct lack of them until that happens. And that's why, like, Luke would Luke would have spent, for, in my opinion, nerds, <laughs> Luke would not have spent the time between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens establishing a new Jedi Order. He would have spent that time trying to repair the damage that the Emperor did to the galaxy, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: With the hope that that would lead to a new generation of Force users. And I think that's why He's more comfortable being like, let the Jedi end. There will be a new generation, but we have to let this Jedi ship burn itself out, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's why I, I think he would get there in Last Jedi. And that's like fan theory bullshit, right? It's not really a thing. Yeah. But uh, again, Star Wars is voted to go a completely different way with it. And they just got like, well, there's just Jedi around. And then Luke Skywalker founds a new Jedi Order. And I just don't think that's a very interesting story. That it's just, like, you're just founding Hogwarts, you know? <laughs> like, Hogwarts for Jedi. I don't want the Jedi Order to turn into Hogwarts, man. Like, Luke Skywalker shows up at your door and goes like, oh, hey, you're a Force user. Yeah. If he if he did do that, it should be like Legend of Korra, where Korra, they're going around being like, hey, you're an airbender, come live in the temple. And they're like, well, no, I have a life. Like, like there should be, the galaxy itself should be rejected. That's, you know, that's
0: that that should be the story, but hey. Hey, maybe it will be, because I mean, maybe. like, we haven't even talked about Andor yet, but this is a natural segue, so I'm just going to bring it up. Yeah. The next Ray Star Wars movie, which will be a sequel to the sequel trilogy, you mm-hmm. know, it's going to be, quote-unquote, about her establishing the Jedi Order, um, mm-hmm. which that could mean anything. Your boy, Damon Lindelof, is no longer on it, Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how you feel about it. We haven't really I talked mean, about I don't, that I don't think Damon then.
1: Lindelof could have written a good Star Wars story, but... It's concerning that like he was announced and then thrown off it that quickly, and it does reek of who was the original writer of Force Awakens. Oh, uh, oh the, the, my God! The Little Miss Sunshine guy. Um, he wrote Toy Story three, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Oh fuck,
0: I can't Michael remember. Michael
1: Arndt. Thank you. Yes, uh, Michael Arndt, and he he wrote the original script, and uh, apparently he's writing uh, the next hunger games movie um whoa that's weird that is weird he's apparently a really prickly customer too by the way (laughs) okay Uh, he uh i think famous he was fired off a little miss sunshine and then like rehired like during production (laughs) is one of those stories i didn't
0: know that yeah yeah
1: um like uh, one of the stories about that is he went to uh he went to kathleen kennedy and was like Hey, um, I need another year to write this, and she said no. I and remember that. Yeah, and then he got he, he got he got kicked off, and then that's when they bring in Kaznin and then Abrams to kind of whip what was there into shape, right? Mm-hmm. And I think they did an admiral job. But that's also famously a movie where this thing no one wants to really say is that Harrison Ford breaking his leg in the middle of filming is kind of what saved that movie. Yeah, Because they kind of slowed down for a few weeks, and then they got to rework the script into something a little more manageable. Yeah, which so. is how Abrams has worked and can work for, like, action movies that he's
0: really yeah. good at, you well, know? It's,
1: I don't even It's not even Abrams. It's just it speaks to the problem that Hollywood has right now, which is they aren't giving these people enough fucking time.
0: Like, yeah, which is the problem with uh, Rise of Skywalker. That's yeah. why Abrams was brought back, because they were insistent on making that 2019 release they date. They had
1: to make that release date. Like, they because,
0: had to do it. Right? Uh, Iger wanted those $4 billion hits under his belt before he yeah. left in 2020. Um, and you, you mentioned it earlier, but it's the same thing that's happening right now, which is mm-hmm. why, as much as I'm kind of into this idea, I don't know the director. I, I want to mention the, the director of the the new fucking Star Wars. Hang on. I, I just had it. Yeah. I'm looking at all this. I have all these tabs open.
1: Well, is it
0: Sorry, I'll just say the name really quick. Her name is Charmin Obaid Chinoy. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm so sorry. Um, she directed on the Miss Marvel series. She directed two episodes. I haven't seen that yet. Um, she's done a lot of documentaries. She's done um, of, of feature films that I have not seen any of. I'm very curious about it now. Hmm. Um I'm curious as to how or why she got this job. Yeah, and I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not criticizing her at all. It is a. Well, it, it, it is just like. Well, this is how they've they've hired people onto these movies for the last couple of years, and nothing's changed. Which she has a, question a shockingly
1: mark, right? long Wikipedia page. She does. For someone, she, I, she's been
0: busy. She's been yeah. in the business. She knows not, what she's doing at the very least. Yeah, this isn't like. A, I just
1: honestly, I like this is my own ignorance, but I had not heard of her until that
0: announcement. I right. hadn't either, you know, and like. I, I'm not being critical of her, and, like, I'm sure plenty of people are going to be critical of Looks her like she's a like, uh, woman of color. She's done, like, three, like, Pakistani animated films that I've never heard of. Here's You know what's weird? Hearing that her background is in animation makes me more excited. No, that, I, I agree. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's that thing of, like, Kathleen Kennedy is, like, like will pick interesting people. Like, honestly,
1: I would not have thought Ryan Johnson for Last Jedi before Last Jedi, right? Yeah. And fans obviously don't think that worked out, but I'm like, that was actually a really inspired choice. Um, but, and I, I am, yes, like, that's an interesting choice. And there was that, like, weird pressure that, like, I don't know if they really had it, but they they made, like, such a stink of, like, if we're going to do another Star Wars movie, we're going to have a woman direct it, right? Like, yeah. That's been something they've been talking about, so, like, that's maybe... I, I feel like fans are going to, like, attack this woman for that reason, you know? Um, oh, it looks like her uh, work... Uh, highlights inequality for women. That will make anyone weird in a few years when this movie starts to come out.
0: Yeah, it's like, see, like, the more I'm learning about her, I'm like, okay, she's like an interesting choice. I don't yeah. know. Like, look, I could watch her stuff and be like, oh, she, she, maybe she's not very good. Maybe I, I don't vibe with her work. You know, there's plenty of people who I go to bat for and then I see what they've done and it's like, you know what? Didn't really work out. Like, yeah. I'm just gonna, just gonna throw a movie out there that I caught up with uh, Cocaine Bear. I think yeah. Elizabeth Banks is an incredible actress. I don't really think she's got it as a director. Now, I don't want her to like burn her career down or anything like that, like some people, but you know, not really a yeah, jam.
1: Yeah. yeah, like cocaine bear, not like a great movie. But Yeah. Um, Honestly
0: a little a little disappointing. Yeah. I, I wanted it to work for me. Well,
1: it's that thing of and I, this is one thing where I'm like, I don't think I'm not even gonna write off Elizabeth Banks entirely. One of the frustrating things about that movie is there are flashes of good ideas in it
0: mm-hmm. and
1: when that happens and the movie goes back to like the the safe spot it was in it can be a little frustrating yeah um, but no like I, it's an interesting choice i just don't know and the other thing is that like and this is this is nothing to do with whoever but like you got to remember that these movies are like being in charge of like an army basically and yeah you that If you pick someone that they're not gonna like, even like great filmmakers can be overwhelmed by that stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. And I just, you just hope that that doesn't happen here. You just, and but the real thing I am hoping for, um, is that it's that they're not rushing whatever's coming next, you know. I hope so too. That is what I'm really, really hoping for. Um, that they are have learned that that is the big mistake they've been making. Um, And unfortunately, the weird, like, Lindelof is writing it and then isn't writing it happening really quickly doesn't point in a great direction for that issue, in my opinion.
0: I agree with that because it it was basically started to be produced on his pitch. Yeah. And, you know, you have negative feelings about that. I have positive feelings about that. But the fact that it's like, okay, this is the dude who started this project, basically, and is no longer involved. It's like... (laughs) wait, 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 let me, uh, I'm raising the finger, you know, like, w- yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> you know.
1: Now, and like, it could just be something where like, maybe that decision was made way earlier and like the announcements just got fucked up. Right. Like, yeah, and,
0: yeah. And I'll be, I'll be honest. I have heard that that's the case, but he was on it from the start and did work on it. Like, and it's something where, Like maybe, you know,
1: maybe he gave it a great skeleton and then they just hit a wall where they disagreed on where to go with it. Right. Which is like totally that happens all the time. In Hollywood, you know,
0: mm-hmm. it
1: could 100% be that. I just hope it is not Lindelof said, hey, I need more time and then not getting it, which honestly, they should they should not roll camera on a single Star Wars thing until they have a solid script. Yeah. Like they need they, they need to have that ready
0: to go. Now, do you know who took over writing duties for him? Because I do. No, I do not. Okay. Stephen Knight. Do you know who that is? Is that, is that the fucking Leica guy? No. Stephen Knight is the writer of... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run down the entire IMDb list. You ready? Is it going to make me want to blow my brains out? I, I don't know, actually. All right. A movie called Gypsy Woman, Dirty Pretty Things, Amazing Grace, Eastern Promises. Yes, that one. mm Hummingbird, which he also directed, I've not heard of this movie. It stars Jason Statham. Um, closed Circuit wrote and directed Lock, the Tom Hardy car movie. I like that movie. I do too. Uh, something called The Hundred Foot Journey. Seventh Son, but that movie has a, a, a lot of, like that. That movie got like fucked, I guess. Yeah, but that's um, also a movie where you can tell it got fucked with. So um, yeah, yeah.
1: There's a big, there's a couple big ones. I just looked this guy
0: up. Yep, 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 yep. A couple yep. big ones that let, are... Let me, uh, I'll do it really fast. I'll do it uh, really oh, fast. Oh, Charlie, like... Uh, okay. Pawn Sacrifice, Burnt, Allied, Woman Walks Ahead, November Criminals, The Girl on the Spider's Web, Serenity, which he also directed. Yeah. Locked Down, and uh, Spencer. Spencer, which I actually loved. People so. love
1: Spencer. There's great movies here, but there's also, like... But also the movies that are bad, I'll give them this, a lot of the movies that are bad are, like, someone else's fault, it seems like.
0: Except for Serenity. But well,
1: Serenity's a weird, dumb guy, smart film.
0: Yeah. You know like what I'm saying? That's the thing I like about this guy, whereas, like, Lindelof, I actually, like, I, I have the utmost faith in him. This mm-hmm. guy, even if I don't like the things also, done, he's done, like, he, he's a dude taking swings. Yeah,
1: and I gotta say, uh, what you really should have pitched was it's being written by a guy named Stephen Knight. He's 64 years old.
0: Yeah. In this
1: weird obsessive era where it's like, we got to get these young guys who like worship at the feet of the 80s.
0: Like, I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear that like, oh, we're getting like a steady old hand working on this thing. And you, like, you know what it honestly probably is too. Hmm. This dude probably just, can work in the industry at, yeah. like a, at a reasonable pace versus people who are thrown into the machine. I'm not blaming, like, like people nowadays, I think, are, are blaming, like, oh, people don't know how to make movies anymore. And it's like, I think that's true on the business side of things. I think creatives just aren't allowed to grow. They aren't the, given the, the time that...
1: or resources to do what needs to be done. And now they're just yeah. desperately trying to move ahead without them. Yeah, now They're trying to make things you just can't do
0: without some stuff, but... Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's a whole other criticism... I, I don't hate the Stephen Knight Star Wars idea. No, no, I I don't <laughs> hate that either. Yeah. That's
1: Stephen Knight. That's interesting. I'm not like over the moon about it, but it is like I like the idea that there's like a workhorse to, uh, writer behind it. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I am gonna try to track down some of Charmin uh, Obaid Janoy's work because I I, I mean I it's Star Wars. Not, I I want to see what she's done before.
1: I'm not gonna check out Miss Marvel because I don't think. Anyone really shines on any of these Disney Plus shows in terms of directing. They do an admirable job at best, yeah. in my humble opinion.
0: Although, I, I have to say, I did see clips from um, the, the pilot of Miss Marvel, from my boys, from Bad Boys for Life. Yes, yeah. there's, there's some fucking character there, in they, that. All, the pilots are always good. <laughs> the pilots are
1: always good.
0: That's not true. I did check out the pilot for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, no, it
1: was a good pilot for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Was it? Yeah, it is, it's the but, like, not, like, I'm not, uh, again, when I say good, I'm not saying, like, fucking, the, like, fucking Manchurian candidate. Like, I'm okay. just saying, right. like, it's admirable, but then they run out of steam about as quickly as humanly possible, okay. so. Um, and they get by by introducing people from the movies again. Yeah. If I have to watch that trailer for She-Hulk <laughs> one more fucking time, where the abomination is in it? Before a YouTube video, I'm just gonna I'm gonna fucking scream. I'm I'll be in the I'll be in public and I'm just gonna start yelling. <laughs> You're gonna become a deadite, you start yeah, like
0: gonna dead, but...
1: <sighs> it's gonna be a video of me. And it's like this is why we need to lock mentally ill people up. <laughs> what? Use, someone's gonna use that as their like some Republican's gonna use me <laughs> freaking out in public as their campaign video. So I apologize for the Troubles, I'm about to rot, but I can't do that anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, Ahsoka. Uh, Th- um, Thrawn is going to be on it, because let's do more of him, I guess.
0: And Hayden Christensen, apparently? I'm assuming that's, like, flashback shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't hate that idea. I honestly don't hate any of the stuff I've heard about Ahsoka. Wait, when is Ahsoka I just Ahsoka wish said? it was a cartoon, sorry. I just when is Ahsoka? That. Yeah, yeah, there's,
1: there's... Well, all, honestly have there's I guess the one there's one and I think you know which one I mean but like of the shows made, I think there's only one I would rather stay live action and the rest I'd rather see animated. You know Are,
0: I think we're gonna agree on that choice by yeah. the way. Yeah it's yeah. It's very, very clear which so one. Take a um, second to fucking think about the good show that's aired. Yeah. It's that one. Sorry. Um I'm, I'm, I'm a little
1: <laughs> upset so like is so when is Ahsoka sent? Uh, set following the fall of the Empire, so we're in that era. Yeah, uh, post Return of the Jedi.
0: So it's it's I think a tangentially bummed. Mandalorian.
1: I'm a little bummed that uh, Ezra is going to be on it. Apparently, not because I don't like Ezra
0: um, mm-hmm. or anything, but I
1: kind of want Ezra did not meet Luke Skywalker in any of the shows, did he? No. Like I kind of wanted that moment in the cartoon, you know? Do.
0: Of yeah. like like, I, like the show ends pre New Hope yeah so, uh, we Matt and I understand that so I don't want anyone to come uh, actually, you know yeah well I, I was thinking I kind of wanted rebels to last
1: a little longer, but that's a whole other discussion. yeah um, and I kind of wanted that moment where Ezra met Luke yeah and, uh,
0: that's kind of the arena where it, it should have all happened and it's like yeah. the, they want this notoriety they want this legitimacy by being live action yeah. and it's like well, it's this fucked up thing to pump up a streaming service and it's like streaming
1: is like is such a fucking boondoggle right now like it's a quagmire and they just keep going forward with it and i wonder if maybe maybe disney it really is the only one that can make it work right like yes. there's just something about that disney brand where they can make it work
0: well, that is the corporation that is too big to fail at this point
1: well no, no but right? here's the, disney has been in really terrible positions before like i think no, it has. That, like, early 2000s they almost were hostilely taken over like it's it it's happened a few times in their career, um, mm. and like they've had like the boards have had to revolt like multiple times, and there there seems to be these weird up and downs with Disney. And I always think about like I think if Bob Iger one of the first things Bob Iger did was like lock down Pixar as being part of the Disney Corporation, like permanently. They had just kind of been like a a, a studio that just had an overall picture deal. I do wonder if that hadn't happened if the Walt Disney Company would even be what it is today right now. Like, I think something like that gave it a bit of a boost for a little bit. And that that helped them get to buying Marvel and then get to buying Lucasfilm. Because they at the time that happened, they were not doing well in the animation department, which was their only bread and butter at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And if, the, if that ship hadn't been righted, could they have done all this other stuff? And if that's the case, what would Disney look like right now had it not... Expanded in the Marvel and Star Wars, you know.
0: Yeah. Like
1: what what world and had not had this second renaissance in them almost with like the Frozen shit, right? Yeah. And, um, I, I just wonder if it, it's entirely possible Disney could go down
0: just like any other studio. Well, that that is true. That is true. Just like in terms it, of like if we had to compare, they're the ones that do feel like the they last, are just the they are just unique in the
1: sense that they've never been purchased by like a uh like a broadcast company or like time you know like when time warner like owned warner brothers right like mm-hmm. when like a cable company like comcast owns universal and verizon
0: owns someone i don't even know right now um, yeah, everyone owns someone else, and you find yeah. out like three companies on everything. Yeah, basically. yeah, like that's
1: frustrating. Obviously, that's very frustrating. Yeah. But like Disney kind of was the one that's like it's always just been a studio, which is kind of interesting about them. That's um, that's not like a defense of Disney. I just
0: yeah. no, it's it's fascinating like historical context and stuff like yeah. that. You know, like oh. we 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 can be interested in stuff that is horrific. Not that yeah. that is specifically horrific or, or I just good. worry
1: you get too many people like Monday morning quarterbacking like fucking billion
0: dollar corporations. Yeah. Um, what they should do is remake the sequel trilogy so the fans can enjoy it. Mm. I threw up in my mouth as I was saying that. Joke. Yeah,
1: I mean, if if that ever happens, that is really like we're just done. Like, yeah. that works, <laughs> yeah, no, we're done. We're done. Like, we're not doing any more Star Wars bullshit anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, and that won't work. By the way, if you're even thinking about it, it won't work. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I question I don't know, you know. Because right like we talked about it's never worked. We talked about this right before recording though, but they are they are doing Harry Potter as a TV series now. Yeah. And although who knows? Like that is such a like we're trying to pump up our portfolio at Warner Media that like it could just be a flex thing.
0: I hope to God it really doesn't happen. I do too. I mean, we have a lot to to angrily yell about righteously because of just the unfortunate, horrific yeah, person behind that all. Yeah. Um. There's also the angle that, like, what, like, grown adults are going to be in this show? Horrible transphobes, obviously. Yeah, then, it's like The, the, the kids... kids get wrapped up in it. It's like, you're going to fucking Yeah, that was my tweet. It was just like, it's going to be horrific like... to watch the press cycle for this show when it happens. And but... then the flip side of that, minor, like, if you can't, you don't have to separate any of that from it, right? But the flip yeah. side of that is, like, Fans that will still ride or die with Harry Potter. Like I'm always, unfortunately, I, I, I always going to have a soft spot for it. I, I don't need any more I of it. I think officially done. Like, which is I, which is probably the better way to go. Hey, wait, wait, but I gotta saying, ask you though. Like, Just Uh because,
1: I think this will be, when was the last time you actually read the books?
0: Oh, I have not read the books in over a decade now.
1: I reread them, like, early in the pandemic when, like, everyone was grabbing for toys to, like, help them get through the end of the world. Yeah. So, like, it was one of those things I revisited. And I, like, read it and I enjoyed myself. And then I was also like, I will never read these books again.
0: Yeah, I haven't and I I don't need to. But I just want to say this point really quick that the people that are still ride or die for Harry Potter don't want... A remake of Harry Potter mm-hmm. so who is this for? This is just for j k Rowling <laughs> they although they say that now, I wonder
1: how people are going to feel if like they start dropping trailers for it,
0: right. Well, the announcement was is so fucking gross and cynical. It's the John Williams theme well, that was with yeah, the movie like, font and the, like we're the, doing the it thing. closer to the books. We can't wait
1: and then it's like all the iconography in that little teaser is from the movies. yeah, like it's it's such bullshit. Um, it's gonna be awful. and like and like it's one of those things where like a lot of that stuff was cut out of the books for a reason. And if you're gonna put that stuff back in, you're gonna have to fundamentally change it, and that is something that Rowling will not stand for. Because she's, yeah, they do say she's gonna have like direct involvement with the show, and 100% what that is her, is her trying to reclaim the legacy of Harry Potter from progressives. It's yeah. like, don't think that isn't like a calculated move on her part.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and the original three actors, like they were in that Hogwarts Legacy uh, yeah. HBO special or whatever, but the three lead actors. Harry, Ron, and Hermione, they, they have come out in support of trans people. Yeah. And I bet she's not happy about that. So. And, like, fuck fucking, her.
1: Uh, fucking uh, Radcliffe did, like, a whole, like, thing on TV about yeah. it.
0: Like, like whatever. Like, we don't know any of these people. Never yeah. attach ourselves well, And, to then, and so, then, like, then, like, isn't because, that just, like...
1: Because transphobes are really calm and sane people just trying to make an argument that I disagree with. Um, they then started attacking his girlfriend for being a secret man. Wow, Which,
0: transphobes are the worst people ever. I know. Like it's it's one of the things.
1: Where, like we shouldn't. We, like it is a like the way they go about it. It's like we shouldn't even be entertaining this. Right? No. Under the best circumstances, I'm just I just want to. No one listening disagrees with me. But like if if you want to be unreasonably charitable to these people, and I want to I want to stress, it would be unreasonably charitable. What these people believe is that there is no such thing as transgenders. It is a that they consider it a form of mental illness right that like it's people who don't like that 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 body dysmorphia is mental illness and it needs to be quote-unquote cured but none of their rhetoric is talking about helping these people right like you're mm-hmm. still alleging that these people have a problem and it's like that should be the all the tell you need right that it is just bigotry in some sort of masked up form and it's not and they're not even really trying that hard like at this point, they're trying to act like these people are a threat to society, which yeah. is like they didn't even try the reasonable route. But hey, um, you know, at least they're ju- at least they're not pretending, I guess. At least we don't have to do that for people. who, You know, at least we don't have to have to have the. I'm not against gay people. I just don't think they should get marriage cause, married because that is a religious thing, right? Yeah, Which was the, the, the
0: old religious thing I heard at, at my high school from one of my mm-hmm. teachers was like, well, they should just have something else not called marriage. They can mm-hmm. have a civil union or something.
1: Yeah, they should have something separate but equal. Now, what have we used that term before in American history? Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, fucking Ian, There's just, a
1: cat yelling at me right
0: now. No, no, no. The cat is yelling at the transphobes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right, Logan. Fuck Get off. Get him. Oh, now Logan stopped me yelling. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's it's he's just uh he wants food. Even <laughs> okay. though it's an hour <laughs> until dinner, buddy. But <laughs> that's it, fine. Yeah. Um anyway, Achoka, Achoka. it's coming out. <laughs> fuck fuck JK Rowling. Fuck capitalism, fuck the transphobes, and or. Yeah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Woo! So the Andor. show where it argues it is actually morally correct to bomb police stations.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it, it's, uh, it's fun. I mean, this is the real benefit of a uh, fantasy series, is that you can write a story like that, and then people uh, aren't smart enough to realize that's what the show
0: is saying. <laughs> I know, I know. At this point, it's not for them anymore. You know, it's it is a fantasy for Diego Crespo. Yeah. Um everyone knows the show is so my shit. A billion stars. Uh it opens with a man shooting two security guards and then more police officers in space get Super Anti
1: Top show. Like, it's just like that is one of the most anti-cop things to come out in a while and that's crazy to think about for a star wars show god bless you tony gilroy <laughs> it's kind of nuts and like considering how long this was in production this was kind of before the big kind of shift like around cops happened yeah you know? so uh yeah crazy now here's what i don't like about andor <laughs> um no all right go. No, andor no, 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 e- no, no, no. And easily the best live action thing they've put out so far right I like it, it's politics, agree with me, I don't know how <coughs> relevant that is, but hey. Um, it's nice,
0: we can we can say, hey, it's nice when something's like, no, no, <laughs> this is, yeah. It's funny
1: that, like, people are so, like, terrified of, like, Antifa, whatever the fuck that is, and, like, a blatantly Antifa show comes out, and, like, nerds are like, this is actually fine and cool, like, <laughs> that's just, it's kind of hysterical to me, like, but that happened. Um. It has a a similar problem to a lot of the other stuff right now, which I think it just takes itself way too seriously in terms of what it is. You know, like it's not—it's a really interesting show, and it's a really like I like the directions it's going in. It's visually the best-looking show. It's got the right ideas. It's—it's going in the right direction. It's not really that fun to watch. It's actually a little dark and depressing and not in a way that I find that engaging. And it, it to me, we I'm talking about how it's funny that like such a blatantly anti-cop show could get by nerds because it's got nerd shit in it. But uh, at the same time, it does kind of trivialize those things when you take this stuff that seriously in a nerd show, right? Mm-hmm. That's just what bugs me. It's a little too self-serious. Um, I wish someone looked like they were enjoying the fact they were in the Star Wars universe <laughs> for at least five minutes on the show. Um, there doesn't really seem to be anyone like that in it. Um, Andy Circus kind of had that vibe, but he's that's just might be Andy
0: Circus's vibe. No more than twelve. Yeah, oh my god, it's the most hype shit ever. Yeah, it's a
1: lot of fun. If, if you're only going to watch one show, it's. I mean, it's not fun though. <laughs> that's my mistake. It's really interesting. I didn't find it that fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I just think it's a little too self serious. In the way that I thought Rogue One was a little too self serious, you know. Yeah. And and again, I'm not saying that there has to be like, what do you mean your name's Xandor? Like like I like or whatever the fuck dumb jokes people would do, being like they fly now. Yeah, they call they it a lightsaber, now? but it ain't that light. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, you work for the dark side, but you have a lightsaber. That doesn't make sense, but <laughs> which is a joke they will make at some point. But uh, yeah, that was pretty terrible. Yeah, it's bad enough to be on these shows. No, no, I agree.
0: Uh, I just I, I fear for my sanity
1: at this. So point. So that's my only that's my only
0: real note is that it's a little too self serious. I remember and, another note you had that I actually agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned to me. I forget if it was on a show or just when we're talking, um, that in a perfect Star Wars show world, this is like, this is a plot in that show Yeah, and there are other Star Wars things attached to it. Like Andor is not going to have, in my opinion, like some of the best Mandalorian stuff with the one-offs or whatever, right? It's not that type of show, but I think the ultimate perfect Star Wars show, which maybe we could even get, not that we need it. Star Wars to me is cinema, it's movies. But Star Wars at its best is all these different genres together. Yeah. You know? Like, I I can defend the prequels more now because people have come around to them. But, like, Attack of the Clones is 80 different movies together. Yeah. It's a film noir. It's Flash Gordon. Yeah. (laughs) It's Blade Runner. It's... It's a western. (laughs) Like like, Although, to,
1: to this day when people say Attack of the Clones is like film noir, or they go like, "It's kind of like The Third Man." Like, it does make you want to throw a glass at your
0: face. <laughs> it's true. I'm sorry. You can disagree with it,
1: but it's it, true. It's but it's like a bad version. Sure. I'm sorry. I even say that
0: as someone who's like mildly positive on those things. I'm like, it's not. I don't know, man. It's. uh, No, no, no. You don't have to like it, but I think we all agree like, no, it is a lot of different genres together.
1: It is trying to be that. Okay. But
0: Uh, Star Wars at its best, I think you and I both agree. Many different genres in one beautiful cinematic package. And Andor is one genre done incredibly well. Maybe the best well. (laughs) That's not an actual. That's not. That's barely English. Well, I would say, like, the original Star
1: Wars is a great movie. Because it's about fucking the Tin Man and the Scarecrow teaming up. They steal some plans. They end up on Dune. They meet a young hotshot who likes to ride his bikes. Who They then go to talk to the wizard Merlin and says, <clears throat> We need to get off this planet. So they team up with a cowboy and the wolfman to go to the <laughs> evil castle <laughs> where a shogun lives. <laughs> Like and that's why Star Wars is great. Like I so agree, they can, a, they can save a princess from the evil dungeons where there are creepy monsters and a bunch of soldiers running around, and it's and also they're space Nazis. Like it's it's every movie, but like they they know how to use each piece correctly, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and to me that's what's fun about it. And Andor is kind of like Andor is a spy and he hangs out with other spies, right? Right, and it's like
0: okay. Well he doesn't start off as a spy. Well yeah, obviously, but Which which is actually something we I think is worth noting. I'm just noting. lamenting the loss of old
1: genre television. No, 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 you're you're is, totally correct. Which is like Star Trek the Next Generation where you're like this episode's a data episode. This episode's a Picard episode. This episode's a Worf episode, so you can skip it. Like, hey, <laughs> am I wrong? Uh they're not the best. It's, it's not his fault. They didn't know how to... Worf gets better on Deep Space Nine. Like. Yeah,
0: well, but Worf, Worf is great regardless. He, like, that's a testament to the character of yeah. Worf and Michael Dorn. He's good, but everyone, not in, like, episodes about him, unfortunately. No, no, but everyone loves Worf. No one <laughs> watches those Star Trek shows with him on movies, and they're like, yeah, Worf sucks. Everyone's yeah. like, Worf is awesome, mm-hmm. even though he gets the worst material. Yeah, exactly. So, but
1: you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those characters have a completely different vibe. And Star Wars is, like, the best version of that because, again, it can be a, like, fantasy western samurai love story in outer space. like, mm-hmm. And you can do all sorts of different versions of that. And instead, they kind of just pick one character and they just follow him. And Andor was the only one that went, like, maybe we should make the story character driven. <laughs> And yeah. as a result, it looks like the best show, <laughs> and it is, of the shows. Um, I, you know, I just, I, I, I want, I just want some fun, good Star Wars. And they're not, they're just, they're getting so lore obsessed. It's just sad. And Which, I mean, is
0: also just, like, why Andor is refreshing. Because it's not really about the lore. It, but, like, well, Tony no, Gilroy. It is about the lore. You but, think so? I'm sorry. Yeah, it just
1: but like it's by default because of the era it's set in. We're it's still about Mon Mothma shit. It's still about the story that Andor is involved in. He has no business being in because it's we already know how it started and how it resolves, right? Mm
0: -hmm. It's just
1: a character study. That's why these shows have to be character driven. We know the beginning, middle, and ends of these stories. Like that's why you have to pick something character driven that's really simple that is about very simple things. And no matter what, you make a show like Andor, it's going to, by default, be lore-driven. We're going to see how the rebellion forms and how this shit happens and how that shit happens. And it's, it's done best on this show, and it's still the least interesting stuff on the show, right?
0: Like, I'm going to hesitate to say that because, you know what? In the year 2023, I did not expect one of my favorite Star Wars characters to be fucking Mon Mothma now. I really like Mon Mothma yeah, andor a lot. No, that's fine. That's the that actress is, is good. so fascinating. I, j- I just don't care. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> like Mon Mothma is like she stands at the thing for like one second and goes like many both and spies died to get us this, and I'm like that's cool.
0: <laughs> I don't need any more. Like no no that's the thing. Like I don't need any more. I don't, I don't want any more. Know how Mon Mothma fucking functions? <laughs> no, but it's like okay. You know what? You're right. This is lore based. But the fact that it's like it's well written of its own accord, like this does not need to yeah. exist. This is a it's doing TV good article stuff
1: with the material. I just don't like. It's like a. It's a. I'm. I'm. I'm opposed to it on a fundamental level. Now, not enough to be like fucking die show. Like I'm not like against it. It's mm-hmm. just again like I mean, it's a good show. I think more you'll get more out of this than most of the other Star Wars stuff on the market right now. It's just for me; it, it fundamentally brushes up against what I like about Star Wars and entertainment in general. And sometimes you can get away with doing stuff that I like. I'm like, I don't really like this, but it's well made enough. And then you could push it a little too far, um, kind of like Ariaster just did, um, going from I have not seen that to yet. Bo is afraid. Um, yeah, people like it; they're wrong. <laughs> um, nah, nah, you're fine if you like it, but I I hated it, kinda. Um, and it's uh, not shocking it won't make money. And I'm not saying I'm rooting for that, I'm just saying if anyone thought that was gonna make money, they deserve to be locked in an asylum. Whoa. <laughs> so, but, Arkham, they gotta go to Arkham, cause they're, the fu- they're fucking Jokerizing as we speak. <laughs> there's no way a movie like that would've made money, ever. But... Even if, like, as a society, we cared about cinema, because <laughs> are you? That's it was. It's for five people. <laughs> but um, well, there's a lot of silly stuff in it. Everyone's realizing. Everyone, I'm just also annoyed. Everyone's finally realizing what I've been saying for years, which is that fucking Arias a comedy guy. Like, it's just him going full
0: comedy. And guess what? It's not as funny. <laughs> oh well. I'm still gonna check it out. I haven't seen Babylon. Nathan Lane is great in it. Yeah, Uh, that's what I was hoping for. That's all.
1: He's he's not in a ton of it, so. Nah. But he's in more than I. He's in more than I thought he would be, but still, I could have used more. Mm. Um, He says "my man" a lot, and that's pretty funny.
0: (laughs) All right. Um, Um,
1: I. I... Parker Posey's in it too, which I didn't know.
0: Oh yay! She's always great. And Stephen McKinley Henderson. (laughs) Okay. Um, and Richard Kine, but he's in the trailer. Yes, yeah. that I did see. That, that he, I did he, know.
1: I mean. He doesn't show up until way late in the thing. Mm. But, um, hey, it's a movie. And uh, it, it's, it, it's a movie that's very well made, ultimately, but stands in direct opposition of what I believe about life oh. and, and, and the universe and, and love in general. So, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I think this is a complete insult to life itself. But, you know, you might like it. Yeah, I might. Who am I to say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I just want to mention a couple more things what about Andor really
1: ghosted?
0: quick. What the Ghosted? We're not doing that. We're <laughs> Every, not unpacking just, all like, that. I, I, I logged in the
1: letterbox for two seconds and everyone is posting one-star reviews of Ghosted. I've never fucking heard of this thing.
0: Oh, I don't have time to get into that, but it's a Chris Evans out of their mass action comedy romantic vehicle, and it's apparently very bad, and it looked very bad, so I'm not watching it. Anyways, a couple more things about Andor. Uh, the original plan for the show was to span five seasons, each season taking over the course of a year of, of casting Andor's life. Um, the first season basically broke everyone involved because it was such a huge endeavor, Tony Gilroy and Diego Luna announced that, like, hey, to the Disney people and Kathleen Kennedy, like, hey, we can't do this until we're in our 70s. So can we wrap it up in the next season? They said yes. And so now season two, every story arc, which is like three to four episodes, will be um, taking place over the course of a year. So seasons are condensed into mini arcs. So it'll be like mini movies. Uh, I'm curious about how that's going to work because pacing was not an issue for me. In the first yeah. season of Android. I don't Earth.
1: like anything you just said. Well, I'm sorry. Other than but... life
0: is too short, it's totally fine, Tony Gilroy, if you don't want to work on this until you're 70. Right? Yeah, I mean, everyone's like, oh, Tony Gilroy should do all Star Wars, and even I'm not saying that. And definitely now, he definitely doesn't want to do that, you yeah. know? <laughs> but I mean, that's the other thing. He's like an actual, like, artist. He's a, I mean, he's a legendary fucking screenwriter. It is a
1: little sad that the one guy that kind of, like, actually put effort into these shows is like, I can't do this. Yeah. So, well, maybe that's
0: why, because he's putting.
1: Well, it's start, into it. are we just starting to realize Star Wars is like unsustainable, just in general? Like, yeah, it can't go on forever. Well, no, I'm not even saying that, but just like, it's that thing of like when it came out later that like the Force Awakens cost over 400 million dollars to make. Like, wait, th- what? <laughs> yeah, it cost like an insane amount of money.
0: I believe that, but what? Yeah, <laughs> that, I don't hear that. I remember hearing that at some point. Oh, because oh, of like marketing and stuff like that, right? But not just that, like the like the fucking whole thing. Like, I'm looking it up right now. The, 447 billion, allegedly, million, <laughs> a million, not, million, billion. Yeah. million, million, billion, Whoa, the billion would be a real problem. <laughs> now,
1: billion, not like not, would not be the head of the Walt Disney Company. No. If that happened. Um,
0: what the fuck? Well, you know, you know what probably fucking did that. What What made it cost that much was the fucking delays. I mean, possibly. Um, I, I, this is not even like me hating on. Although, what did in the, the Last
1: Jedi cost? All right, that one it says three hundred seventeen is like the highest estimate. So okay,
0: I'm I'm willing to bet that um, maybe that crew that made that Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker they they tend to make movies off the seat uh, off off the the edge of their seats off the seat of their cufflinks or whatever the fuck the saying is. Yeah, right? Then
1: you go you look at uh, I looked up Rise of Skywalker now and that one is back to being like
0: possibly cost 416
1: million dollars
0: yeah so and i think when you head into a production without a set game plan at least you tend to run into issues and issues cause cost, cost time and time costs money and money is power and power is pizza so it it, it becomes a mess is what i'm mm-hmm. saying yeah. and um like that very expensive when you have a lot of messes i, mean, I love the force is, awakens maybe, still though I just maybe wanna make this that is clear. how much
1: movies would cost though if like they are making big budget movies, but like not breaking everyone while making them.
0: Maybe. Uh, yeah.
1: So I don't know. I, this, this business doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, um It doesn't make sense to anyone. Everyone who says it makes sense is lying. But
1: honestly, if that's how expensive these movies are, they should go, they should just go back to the fucking Lord of the Rings model of just filming three together. Like that's gotta be a, a better solution than trying to do like stopping and starting constantly. You'd think so. But I don't know.
0: I don't know. How much did Endgame cost? Uh, I'm gonna guess three hundred million. But let's take a look. It says four hundred million is the highest estimate. Where the? F- uh, are they adding like a hundred million dollars to all these like box office budgets? Like, are they announcing know. those costs like after? Because like for a while it was like, oh yeah, two hundred, three hundred million. Well, they were. M- what was weird is they were saying movies are
1: like, yeah, it cost two hundred million for like a long time, and it's like we all know shit's gotten more expensive. Why haven't movie budgets gone up? And then I think they started to admit that movies were costing more to make.
0: Yeah, like, I think so. one of the other ones, and this, I love this movie. I'm not criticizing it. It's like The Green Knight, uh, when everyone's like, oh, it costs like $15 million. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the cost was. It's not $15 million. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And that's not a negative towards the movie or anyone involved with it. It's just like, that's just not reality. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that's true. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, here's the thing. People can make movies that look that big and that good for that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Everything, everywhere, all at once. What does that cost? Like $20 million, $30 million? Yeah. Right? And that's a great-looking movie. You can even hate that movie. It's not a bad-looking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, other movies don't look that good, and they cost a lot more. So it's like you never really know, but you also know enough that – I've thrown on plenty
1: of movies where the budget is, like, $80 million and then you watch it, and it's
0: like, this looks like it costs $5 to make. No, yeah, so, yeah that, that's what I'm saying. Like, some expensive movies look like dog yeah. shit, you know? So, I don't I know. I mean, if, everyone always does the memes now when a Marvel just, movie comes out, and it's like, this is what, th- that costs that much, yeah. you know? And I think it's the mistake. I think Hollywood, maybe, maybe it would be cheaper if they gave it more
1: time. I don't know. Like, because... I think Hollywood thinks if they pay more money, they can get all this shit done faster, which is all they really care about.
0: Yeah, which and, is also just not – it's yeah, antithetical it's just, to art.
1: Yeah, and it's just it's – just, but it's unsustainable. And life. It just doesn't work, right?
0: Yeah, okay. which, right. It, you know, which, which does lead us to the streaming boom yeah. and, and failure. Yeah. The streaming bomb, I guess, is the what I'm uh-huh. saying. Anyway, um, yeah. what about The Bad Batch? I haven't seen it yet, but I, I'm interested. Like, I'm not even, like, being negative here. Like, yeah, I haven't, haven't seen, seen a single thing from it.
1: I think that show has a big hurdle that it's called The Bad Batch, which is the name of a dystopian movie about cannibals. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. You know what? I'm, like, the one guy who kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I, I did not. <laughs> I, but it's one of those where, like, I kind of ignore what's, like, actually happening in it and just kind of like the look of it. Like, I get that. I completely get uh, that. And so, yeah. Um, I mean, that that seems to be that director's thing at this point. Um, although, didn't, like, their most recent movie, didn't that get, like, better kind of a response? Um, or, or did know. I just make that
0: up? I think you made that up. Okay. I, thought, Why, well, I mean, I, you might be right. I don't know. Did, did something happen that I no, wasn't no. paying attention to? I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Huh.
1: You, you gave a review of their uh, most recent, like, hour-long film, and call oh it yeah, it tunishly cynical but does what it says on the tin
0: yeah i i kind of liked it <laughs> yeah um, some, they
1: got that that person has a real interesting vibe and i don't oh, know where no. that comes God from the but, but the one i was talking about was the mona lisa and the blood moon which i kind of heard people were kind of positive on but then i didn't hear anyone talk about it so
0: oh um um, yeah, what, what was the fucking... Cabinet of Curiosities, that's the one she did. and, oh, and okay. I, yeah, she did an episode of that, and I, I... Again, very cynical and like comically so, but I, I did like it. Yeah. But I, I think I also liked most of that show more than most people.
1: I, you know what, I have yet to check it out. I've been meaning to, but...
0: I'll um, give you a list of episodes to watch. No, I'll put a on the fucking thing. Okay.
1: It's been a <laughs> while since there's been like an anthology show like that, you know?
0: Um, when you get to the David Pryor one... The autopsy, you'll be like, all right, now we're here. Now all we're right, really starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I loved Pryor? that one. David Pryor, yeah, from The Empty Man. Oh, oh, oh I, I was thinking of a different David Pryor. No. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I I loved his episode. His is my favorite. All right.
1: That's uh, interesting. Um, yeah. So Bad Batch. I've heard good things. It's Dave Filoni
0: animated. That stuff tends to be fine. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I know that was like a jokey response, but it's like, yeah, yeah, that stuff tends to work out yeah. for most people. You know, what else do we have? Um, the day this drops, we get new visions. Um, yeah, we both
1: signed off on uh, Star Wars Visions being the best thing uh, that they've done so far um, in terms of the expanded universe stuff. You probably say Andor now. I'm still in the in the bucket of Star Wars Visions being the best expanded universe thing as of
0: right now. My my pitch, I guess, would be marry those two elements mm-hmm. the best of visions the best of Andor and I have the Diego Star Wars that I want you know which I don't need but I would like that's all mm-hmm. um yeah that's we're I, getting, we're I, yeah, I'm really stuff. excited about
1: that we're getting stuff from uh Ardman is doing an episode which is an interesting thing that's here. so
0: fucking I mean that's perfect right
1: and there's one being done by the studio that animated uh, Legend of Korra
0: yeah, Studio Mir. Yep,
1: yeah. man. So it's um, interesting. I am looking forward to it.
0: Uh, yeah. Um. I mean that back when we were optimistic about like life and cinema and Star Wars especially, you know the the whole thing when they announced they're making new Star Wars movies, you know, it was like, oh, we can get this type of Star Wars, this type of Star Wars, and like that kind of that's faded with time. Yeah, right? they kind all of things just fade. Decided,
1: what if everything looked and tasted exactly the same?
0: Yeah, and like even if they hadn't done that, like the excitement would fade because that's just a you know part what? of life, right? There's something I got to say. Uh okay. I
1: think something that is hurting cinema right now in terms of like its appeal. I think the sort of vibrant colors of something like Super Mario Brothers, I think that's more appealing to younger people and this sort of older dingy lived-in gritty Star Wars stuff is starting to fade in appeal. I think that's part of the shift we're seeing right now. Um, I think
0: Part I think of you're correct.
1: Sh- I think part of the jo- I think it's part of the success of the John Wick films too. You know mm-hmm. that like there's kind of like they're they're more interested in the flashy look than looking grounded in any way. Um, so that's actually good because I've hated that this has been the dominant style for so long. But
0: uh, I I have also I'm also in agreement there. So yeah,
1: um, it's maybe why I find the show more appealing. Um, to why I don't freak out when someone shows up with green hair in Star Wars and someone goes, this is the end of culture. <laughs> uh, but, hey. Uh.
0: They woke Star Wars. It's not like George Lucas is like an insane leftist or something. Yeah. I mean, I just, um,
1: it's so, it's, I, I don't yeah. even have time to unpack any of that. No,
0: no, you don't need to. It's not worth yeah. it. They don't deserve that time, basically. Yeah. I mean, um, I, just make, I just make the point that, like, the people who believe that
1: are, like, either literal children, right? Yeah. Which is like whatever. Like I feel bad, but you have to have your dumb beliefs for a little bit, or uh, dumb adults, or adults with really shitty agendas. They're trying to push on people, and mm. um, they don't like. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. Like they just want to push that, and yeah, um, no. you know, it's like that weird uh, Mr. Beast backlash thing that's been happening right now.
0: Oh, yeah, what is that guy?
1: Well, well, no, Mr. Beast, like, he's, like, the biggest YouTuber right now, but he has someone who I believe is non-binary, who's a friend, and mm-hmm. started presenting more femininely. And uh, someone made a video about it that was, like, it was just, like, nakedly, like, transphobic and shit, like, and it's led to Mr. Beast being, like, hey, I'm pro-trans people, and, like, the internet has exploded as a result.
0: So, oh, okay. I I missed all of that.
1: Yeah. it's Well, it's one of those things where no one our age watches Mr. Beast, right?
0: Yeah, that, that's But probably. it would
1: be yeah. like, I don't know, like if Spongebob endorsed gay rights in like the early 2000s, right? <laughs> um, I don't know why that
0: made me laugh. I was
1: like, yeah, that would be awesome. Do you remember when that you know? guy sued Spongebob because he said it was pushing a gay agenda on children?
0: <laughs> no, whoa. That, that
1: happened when I was in middle school. I remember that.
0: Huh. No, so I, I want
1: to talk about fucking sh- people, like c- crazy conservatives thinking media brainwashes children into alternative lifestyles. They literally thought Spongebob was turning kids gay. <laughs> like, that's it's the same fucking dumb shit over and over again. Ugh. But Visions looks good. Let's have fun, everyone.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the point I just wanted to make was that, like, you know, it, it reminds me of that time when it felt like Star Wars could really go anywhere. You know, I think yeah. of even, like, Gareth Edwards, when he was on the press run of for Rogue One, mm. people were asking him, like, well, who would you like to see make a Star Wars movie? And one of his f- favorite filmmakers is Andrea Arnold. Mm. So he was like, I would kill to see an Andrea Arnold Star Wars, what that would look like. And it's like, even at that time in 2016, when Rogue One was coming out, I kind of felt like a possibility, you know, yeah. like a lower budget Star Wars movie or yeah. something like that. and. That's just gone for right now, you know? Yeah, it's, which is, it's, which, it's... I'm not, like, broken up about it. I'm not, like, depressed. I'm just like, oh, that's kind of a bummer, you know?
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, the, the, the bad version of that is that, like, if suddenly it's like, what's fucking George Miller's Star Wars look like and shit like that? It's a weird, like, flattening of culture that, like, you don't totally want, so... No,
0: that's I think, true. I mm-hmm. think it's
1: partly why we've backed off the pedal of that. As terms of film fans, I think that's why you see less of it. But also, it was literally like Ryan Johnson put his toe in the water and people exploded. So, because yeah. like James honestly, mangled... oh, sorry. Be- sorry. before before Last Jedi even came out, that that was the general fan attitude of Could you imagine X person doing Star Wars? Right?
0: Yeah.
1: And then like that's just they they just abandoned that because they realize they don't actually want that. So. Hmm. Um. But hey, because like because the, the, their belief is that Ryan Johnson like went rogue making Last Jedi, yeah. yeah, like that's what happened when you give artists too much control. Like yeah, he, like he did some sort of like radical fucking movie, but <laughs> it's like one of the most like straight down the middle Star Wars films ever made. <laughs> like eh. that's what's baffling to me. Like like that's like I don't like I don't like hype up the Last Jedi as much anymore. Not because of it, but like to me it's like that it's the. It's just a fucking Star Wars movie, man. (laughs) Like, there's nothing. It's not reinventing the wheel. It's doing exactly what these type of movies have done over and over again. And people just couldn't handle it, man.
0: So weird to me. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to mention to the point where, like, James Mangold, the guy who was on the Boba Fett movie when Hmm. they were still making movies regularly... Um, said he was like wary of coming out. He wouldn't say or, or, or confirm or deny that he was doing the Boba Fett movie, but that's like out there that that's what he was attached to at that time. Hmm. He was saying like he's wary of doing a Star Wars anything because he, he saw what happened with Ryan Johnson and was like, I don't know if I would do that in the future. Yeah. Anyways, they just announced him to doing a, a Jedi origin story. But, um, Oh, you know. fuck you. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, for a second there, it was like, who, who the fuck wants to Here's, here's one. Look, if you're, if you're going to do these series,
1: fine. Stop. No more spinoff movies. I don't want a fucking spinoff movie.
0: Like, we really have to stop that. I will just say really quickly that we are going a little long, which is fine. Yeah. But I feel like maybe we can kind of wrap up on this yeah, yeah.
1: note. No, no, I'm, I'm basically yeah. done. The
0: only other thing is like the Acolytes coming out, which whatever. Who the fuck um, Hey, no, I'll, I'll say before we before we end on your rant because I think I'm gonna agree with you on that point too. The All Russian right, doll woman, on the yeah, Academy, which is she's like, saying the right things to me. Yeah. She's doing well, the Tony Gilroy thing of like you know not really a fan per se, but like you know just a, someone who's putting in the work to make but a also, good but story.
1: She better be careful because I don't know if she knows this. But uh, she is a woman, and when women say that, they get death threats in the mail. (laughs) So
0: Yeah, uh, best of luck to her, and I'm so sorry for what will happen. Yeah. It's just just going to, and that should not be okay, first of all. mm -hmm. Um, I am looking forward to that show a lot, especially because Mm -hmm. I think she's even come out and said, like, not Palpatine. -Palpatine. Yeah, that was, like, the
1: big worry when we first heard about it. Yeah, I was like,
0: like... the because Pal-
1: that that, that's that star wars show that didn't get made when lucas was there which sounds like it would have been the worst show ever <laughs> which would have been about palpatine and like he was like in love and shit like which is just the fucking darth vader story again but hey yeah. like george lucas has like four ideas yeah, but... but they're really good <laughs> well, he, has, he has four like story ideas and then like a bunch of insane visual ideas like yeah but hey um uh, so the acolyte, we'll see what happens there. Um, skeleton crew uh, with Jude Law. He's another Jedi. There's a lot of Jedi. I don't like the Jedi. Stop. Is with he the a Jedi. Jedi? It's it says
0: it says Jude Law as a Jedi. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I, I wasn't looking forward to this already. Um, I'm not looking forward to it now. <laughs> yeah. Stop with the Jedi, please. Yeah. Although oh. Carrie Condon's in it and she she was worthy of a Best Supporting Actress win. She was nominated last time. Totally yeah. fine. She didn't win it. Um, she fucking she's a great actress. She's good. There's good. Bettering Star Wars got me more excited about this show than anything else. Yeah. Basically. Uh, did they announce another what was the did
1: they announce another movie that they were working on, like a spin off film? They did.
0: I guess you don't know what it is. I
1: don't. I remember it happening and I remember not being
0: happy, but I, I immediately forgot it because I moved on with my life. But Okay. It is the. I mean, we've known it was going to happen, but it's officially a movie that's going to play in theaters. It is the Mandalorian uh, finale, it is going to be the culmination of that fine, universe. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. And, and Dave Filoni is going to direct it. And you know what? For all my gripes, uh, don't think that's the worst idea. Yeah. No, it's. I really it's, don't. It's their attempt to see, like, does the streaming stuff carry over to the theaters? Yeah. Although, so, here's the thing. I am going to ask everyone to collectively fucking riot with me if Han, Luke, and Leia show up as CGI abominations. Again. Yeah,
1: that's one of those ones where, like, like, I'm usually day one Star Wars guy. That's one where, like, if I hear that's what they do in it,
0: I'm not seeing it. Like, yeah, yeah, so, sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. done if they yeah. do that with, with yeah. the, everything Filoni
1: um skeleton crew it's supposed to be like stranger things i don't know what the (laughs) fuck that means
0: it just means Uh, it's a young it's a young adult it means it means
1: means look how much money stranger things made that's what it means but uh, tales of the
0: jedi have not watched have heard it's all right um Um, i like it i saw it because i heard yaddle was in it um oh yeah yaddle's
1: back i was always asking where yaddle was
0: (laughs) no it's just like i I just like that name and i'm like oh it's, it's girl yoda when i was younger right um yeah, maybe don't go in with that mindset. Not, not going to spoil anything, but uh, there's not that much Yaddle. I, I don't care if it. there's
1: that much Yaddle. I just need to, people to acknowledge that yattle was
0: a thing that happened. Yeah, no, it's very funny, right? I, I also think it's very funny that, like, we,
1: it's still we don't have a name for Yoda's species. That hey, George he- Lucas totally dropped the existence of yattle on us. <laughs> no lines in Phantom Menace. They never acknowledge yattle again. <laughs> And, and they, they don't bother to why explain. They don't acknowledge her. <laughs> they don't bother to explain what the fuck Yoda even is, and why his species seems to be so important among the Jedi. Like, because even in like say, of the def- Old Republic, there's like a Yoda looking guy in that. So
0: I, I forgot about that. But um, to Filoni's further credit, again, I, he's a guy I'm trusting again more and more, really. Like, I, I think my hang-ups with this current streaming Star Wars stuff really is Favreau, yeah. unfortunately. Um, and I don't even hate him. I'm just like, come on, man. I've seen you do better. Um, but Filoni was asked on, like, a carpet premiere for the Mando finale or something like that. Like, are we going to see uh, Baby Yoda's parents... And, like, we're going to discover the origins of this species. And he was like, no, that's uh, Mando's family. Like, that's really what the show's about. That's what the character's about. That's and the
1: exact right thing to say. We're going to find out. We're going to get those answered. Eventually, when probably. When they're out of ideas five years
0: from now, we are 100% getting those things answered. You're probably right. But him saying that yeah. and, like, not, not like, half-assing it. Hey, what good. are the
1: chances Baby Yoda is is in the new Star Wars movie. There's a
0: 1,000% chance. I I can say this now because they're just going to make a Ray movie regardless of my existence, right? Like, I'm not going to make that movie. There's no world where that happens right now, right? Mm -hmm. My pitch, there's no story attached to this. My pitch, though, if I was in a meeting with Kathleen Kennedy and the executives of Lucasfilm and Walt Disney Corporation, I walk in with a hand-drawn poster from a a much more talented artist than myself. No, it should be drawn
1: by you so it looks like...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the poster is and you should draw it
1: with your non-dominant hand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ray looking up at the night sky with her little X-wing helmet or whatever, right? Uh. Her her lightsaber in one hand, a backpack strap over the other shoulder, with Baby Yoda in the in the little satchel. That's 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 the poster. But I want a billion dollars.
1: Should be slightly more mature by this time, in my opinion. I agree. Like give give Baby Yoda a voice, yeah.
0: But um, which they will not do in the show because Favreau's a coward. But like they no, should do with, that. I'm fine with Baby Yoda. Like cause Baby Yoda's kind of like I'll give him this.
1: Baby Yoda's kind of like a fun silent character, you know? Like. Yeah. They at least
0: know how to get reaction shots out of a puppet. Like no, they do. That stuff's impressive. Like everyone makes fun of the walk right now, and I'm yeah. like, no, wh- I like that. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? Uh, yeah, like, all the stuff people are like really criticizing. I'm like, no, no, no. This is the good stuff. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? And you know what? Even fucking further, the stuff I like in the finale of The Mandalorian. Baby Yoda doing force stuff is really cool.
1: <laughs> like, Baby Yoda doing force. Stuff, it's it's what I like about it is that it's like always presented as like really cool, but it's also like just super funny. Like it's like
0: super goofy, but I'm like, yes! Yes!
1: This is it! <laughs> this is what I want. And I it's people, but then people are like, it looks so cheap, and I'm just like, that's what you that's where you draw the line. Yeah. Like, actual no, acknowledgments that. of the filmmaking
0: process in a way that's fun and engaging. But... Yeah, I'm doing the SpongeBob meme thing
1: where I'm like, that's it. That's what we've
0: been waiting for.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll check out Tales of the Jedi at some point. Yeah, yeah, do uh, that. And I think that's all I had to talk about um, in terms of Star Wars. Is there anything that I missed that you want to talk about? No, I mean, we, we kind of covered
0: a lot today. More mm-hmm. than I thought, frankly. Um, hey, you just gave
1: Unsane uh, five stars. I did because that's but that's like a terrible film. That's a great movie. That's just made, but it was shot on an iPhone. So like, fucking you weirdos, like it. I do like iPhones. One of my cinema. least favorite film watching experiences of all time. That movie. I
0: thought it was really good.
1: I don't. I don't. I just. I don't get Soderbergh. I just know. Don't, I don't get it. You know. I know. I'm sure. Sure, you guys. There's, there's some genius happening there, but also like his movies age like milk, for me so
0: oh okay yeah.
1: I mean like Contagion has <laughs> not aged well it's so, aged mostly well side no um, side effects hasn't aged well Contagion lives in some weird universe where people actually solve the problems facing us
0: that's true um,
1: side effects very weird film Unsane wasn't good to begin with Traffic is a bad movie I don't care what people say um,
0: <laughs> are you just angry because we talked about Star Wars too much
1: there's that, but also Traffic is a bad movie. Oh, I, I like it. It Look, I like the visual ideas of it, but also yeah. it's a really dumb and moralistic movie about the fucking drug crisis in America.
0: It's not my favorite Soderbergh.
1: Yeah. It should not be anyone's favorite Soderbergh, frankly. Um, let Them All Talk. How about No?
0: No, uh, that's I'm a just, good one. I'm just joking.
1: I actually haven't <laughs> seen that one. I just thought it'd be a funny thing to say. You
0: might actually like that one. Do you have a chance in it? Yeah um
1: yeah she's great but
0: does she like kick anyone to death no then I'm not interested <laughs> no
1: <laughs> no offense to Gemma Chen interacting abilities she's that's a good fine. actress
0: I just she is I
1: would much prefer seeing other things no no that's fine that's fine yeah The Girlfriend Experience remember that movie which also became a show at some point that no one paid oh, attention
0: yeah. to oh yeah 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 I never saw the show Aaron Brockovich that's a fucking movie man oh that's a good movie yeah Aaron Brockovich don't, don't google Aaron Brockovich Um,
1: Oceans I mean it's about Vegas Vegas uh,
0: I love the Oceans trilogy
1: yeah but also Vegas is like nothing makes me more upset about the state of America than looking at Las Vegas valid so um, but also the third the third one is wildly about Donald Trump (laughs) it is one of those where, like, if they if they were ever going to do a fourth one, it would have to be about breaking into the fucking White House because they elected Al Pacino president of the United States.
0: You know what? That would kind of be awesome.
1: It would, but Bernie Mac's dead, so it's not happening.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want that. I'm just saying. And no.
1: Carl Reiner is dead.
0: Oh. And yeah. Casey Affleck. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. No, no, no. He should be.
1: No, no, no. He passed away, and it was right after Manchester by the Sea came out, which is a great movie. So, um, hey.
0: I haven't seen Out of Sight and Forever. <laughs> that might be his masterpiece. Okay. Well, um. I mean, I like I like fucking the source material. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Matt, thanks for joining me to talk Star Wars. Leonard's Star Wars. Oh my God! That you know what that would kill. That's fucking justified is kind of the vibe Mandalorian yeah. should have had. Yeah, it really is.
1: Like yeah. it really is. But they just won't do it because they're no. dumb as hell. But no. also, it's just they won't do the fucking like. They, they got to do this weird because it's probably because of how expensive it is where it's eight episodes, right? Like every yeah. – it's like – and then it's like – but they're not really eight episodes. It's like three episodes divided into eight episodes. So it's all weird and uneven. Like yeah, I don't like the model of streaming. I hate it. I hate it so much and I hate the model of binge watching and I hate the model of like getting people to just keep watching and ending everything on cliffhangers.
0: It's so bad. Fucking write a show where the episode has a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Like, here, here's, here's one thing I'll leave off on. Uh, everyone is the succession head right now for the most part, right? At least a lot yeah. of people are. And the benefit of that show is that, like, yeah, it's a very serialized television show, right? Literally about succession in, like, okay. a corporate space. And it's, like, a, an incredibly dark satire. Mm-hmm. But um, each episode has its own, like, premise. Like, each episode's like, yeah. a, its own thing. You know, especially this last season is really interesting. It's like every episode takes place over the course of a day. You know, it's like and it's, it's one of the bit. most.
1: Yeah, it's one of the most widely successful shows on TV. And it's one of the most critically well-received shows on TV. Maybe take a fucking page out of that show's book, people. Yeah. Maybe pay attention to the fucking show. And hey, Mandalorian even had that going for it for a while. Yeah, it did. It, it occasionally gets it right. And then it just fucks it up. I, it always fucks up the ending.
0: But yeah, um, they should bring Herzog back, even though he like blew up. No, he, just say he has a twin brother. That's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly. My, my move.
1: That's my because I also want Hux to come back.
0: Oh you know, he yeah, got yeah. Shot
1: in the chest, but mm-hmm. uh, you could also totally be like, because that, that that fucking movie doesn't make any sense. Like, I would it, I would just be like, Hux was ready for that, so like he got shot and then they dragged his body away and then he left. Like,
0: he was he lived. He had a bulletproof vest on or whatever. No, the fuck. And, no, no, no. He he should have like a respirator or something now. Like. Yeah. He had he had something to deflect the blast, but it's so poorly constructed that it, it still fucked him up. It slept, and every, it's left every
1: it's embedded
0: in his chest cavity now. Yeah, every time he shows up in a movie after that, he should come back like more fucked up. Yeah, and just become more pathetic and. That's bravo-y.
1: also my move with Phasma. Like that's why I think Rise of Skywalker was made by cowards. Phasma without explanation should have come
0: back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if you wanna like go like oh like all oh, fucking dark and shit to make the fans like come in their pants or whatever, have the, the, the metal be like embedded into her skull or something. Yeah. It's got the one eye sticking out and it looks all gnarly. Yeah, yeah. it looks fucking cool. Like it'd, that's why people fun. are so full of shit. I remember people like fucking losing their shit in the middle of that movie. <laughs> like with all the the cross cutting between the different events on the, the fucking Snoke ship and then John Boyega getting like the hero shot of the movie when he's yep. like rebel scum. A fucking, I don't know. People cheer go fuck with Stoke, yourselves. got cut in half. Oh my and, god, the theaters went crazy. And
1: also, like, I've never seen like a like a such a genuine theater reaction as when all the ships got blown up in the in the one scene. When, do you remember that silence?
0: People still fucking talk about yeah, the silence. It's one of the like the few
1: times thought. I've been to a studio move, big budget movie where the actual special effect like impressed me that much. In a moment, right? Like yeah. there are times where I watch them like, wow, that effect's really good, but it's like kind of like serving another thing, right? Where it's like yeah, oh, it's like yeah. a visual moment in the movie, yeah. and it's fantastic. Fuck this.
0: Like, fuck all of this. You and I have to do a last Jedi commentary. You know what? We'll why? do it eventually. Yeah. I don't know. No. Eventually we have to. We'll let's, let's, let's take a Star Wars break again. Um yeah. we gotta go back to other stuff eventually. Uh yeah. but we did the Rise of Skywalker, and then I jokingly but kind of seriously mentioned, like, let's do the commentaries in reverse chronologically yeah. since we started with nine. I'm more committed to that than ever now. That's so. fine, well, and that th- one will be released publicly. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens for the good of mankind. Yeah. Until then, Matt, thanks for joining me. I know there's probably other stuff we could have talked about, but this was well, a lot. Well, I was all
1: ready to go with talking about what Avatar Studio was doing with uh, Last Airbender shit because um, I'm much more excited about that than anything happening in Star Wars right now. But... I am
0: too, but like also. We have been here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I think we I'm joking. I am not mm-hmm. saying I want to talk about it. I'm just saying, we did not think we were going to talk this long about Star Wars. No. We Fucking were like Star Wars. we <laughs> felt obligated to do this. Yeah. Cuz we both kind of burned out on Star Wars shit, but it, there was a lot to talk about. There was,
0: and I, I had fun talking about. i always going to have fun nice talking about that Star we Wars. We could show
1: up one of these days and talk this long exclusively about positive things. But we're not
0: there yet. Maybe. It'll happen. Maybe for the Evil Dead retrospective. I don't know if we're ever gonna do that. It's just something I just said right now. Yeah.
1: Um what have we done Raimi wise? We did the Spider Man. Spider
0: Man. <laughs> yeah. It. Sorry. So uh yeah. We should I do could, more.
1: I could do I could do Evil Dead at some point, but we got like yeah. seventeen other things to do.
0: Yeah. So, um
1: Enjoy the fucking next thing we're doing, which is a real out of left field episode, but we just wanted to do it. So. Yeah,
0: fuck it. Fuck we're doing it, it live uh,
1: unlike Tucker Carlson who got fired
0: yeah <laughs> or, or
1: is running for president
0: of the United States <laughs>
1: those are like the two options but um, one is significantly funnier so I'm gonna go with that one
0: yeah. yeah
1: it'll be so depressing if like this comes out by the time it's like not only is he running he's like wildly ahead in the polls <laughs> like... <laughs> uh.
0: no it's what it is Okay. Right, um, yeah, thanks, Doesn't he thanks look again. like Glorious Godfried from the new gods Oh my god Yeah Usually it's like The the comics will parody a real life person No
1: no he looks like Glorious but, Godfried. Like, yeah he came
0: after the character Yeah
1: <laughs> Glorious who was modeled after a real guy He's modeled after Billy Graham I believe Televangelist and, Wow Yeah and he looks like Tucker Carlson who might as well be going on TV every night and talking about fucking how anti-life is the solution to everything.
0: Have you uh, uh, finished all of Young Justice yet? No,
1: he showed up though. Like uh, He was like, and they called him like, he had a great name. It was like G. Gordon Godfrey. G. Gordon Godfrey, yeah. Yeah, which is a great, great way name
0: for it. Uh, yeah, he's, and he's he was a terrific. Curry, and character. I know that
1: that doesn't last because of uh, Tim Curry's uh, struggles. Uh, yeah, you, well, because Curry, there, there's you. also
0: like ten years between season two and season three because yeah, it was that, canceled. But, um, but yeah, in season three, he's got some fucking incredible bits because that's when they just lean full on into new god shit. Yeah. So you got a treat. There. yeah i love i i i am so it's they're gonna fuck it up when
1: they do it but like i would I, i'm so hyped for some eventual new god shit like yeah i would be out there like yelling if they were like we're finally doing it like granny goodness was in like two seconds of the justice league movie and it was like the best thing in that fucking movie but uh
0: yeah, so go watch Young Justice, everyone. Hey, go watch Young Justice, you fucking morons. Got canceled again, but hey, four seasons of quality. Yeah. So go for it. It'll be hysterical if it comes back, though. I would be so happy. Well, you know what? To be fair, this now this is the last thing we'll end on. All right. It was not officially canceled when HBO Max, because remember, it was the DC Universe whatever show <laughs> when it, it was brought back for season three, because of course those are the type of people that will watch that show, right? right. The DC nerds. And then HBO Max bought one more season. They ordered one more season. And then Greg Wiseman, the showrunner, the guy who's, who's responsible for Gargoyle, Spectacular Spider-Man, incredible writer. He was like, hey, so like, I need to know if we're going to do another sh- season of the show. And they were like, well, we never ordered another one. And really? then he was like, well, are we doing another one? They're like, we haven't decided. And they just never got back to him, basically. Uh-huh. like that's, that's that's me like simplifying it. Yeah. But they didn't order another season, and they never officially canceled it. Alright. That's the most oh, depressing is, way for it to end. Too. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, whatever. Um, again, this is just to show how fucking stupid all these people running these corporations yeah. are.
1: Yeah. It was a classic it was like, you know, like when Teen Titans was like the biggest show and like then they just they never capitalized off it. Like, yeah. it's like Young Justice is raising the next generation of DC fans and they, they they'll fuck it up, but hey. Okay what are you gonna do no. they'll bring back Young Justice in like 10 years and fucking
0: Superboy will say fuck Superman well season 3 and season 4 get a little more I know it gets a little yeah. heavier but... it gets a little heavier and but I was like it's... is this working and then it does so it's fine <laughs> yeah but it's not that Titans TV show no no there's no fuck Batman
1: yeah. or whatever that thing somehow um, got like 5 seasons 4 it's wrapping up this yeah. year yeah that's a mercy kill <laughs> so... although who's watching that I if you if you watch all of Titans, please don't vote. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a problem, and Noah. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> vote whoever <laughs> you just said. <laughs> <laughs> are you tell- right, was- are you telling me I'm wrong? No, he, he's he's not conservative. <laughs> it's fine. No, no,
1: it's not that. I just don't trust your judgment. No. <laughs> You just stick with things way too long. Like, I know when to fucking get off the pot for fucking Joe Biden. Like, I have my line. But if you watch all four seasons of Titans, I think you need help.
0: Well. That's it, everyone.
1: Fuck Batman. No. <laughs> fuck Luke Skywalker. No,
0: definitely when, when not. When are they going to say fucking Star Wars? Um, if they keep
1: going at this rate, it will happen.
0: I, I hope not. In it's, fact, I'm going to end the episode to prove that I don't want that right now. Hey, check us out on the other social media. Twitter's
1: doing so fucking good right now since they launched Twitter Blue. It's like, it's fucking, it's just so blue everywhere. I'm blue, abadi, die Like, it's all, all fucking Musk. The Musk. What do you think, Diego? <laughs> oh, Diego, Diego! Don't don't abandon me. We're making points. Got got gotta stick it to the libs. We gotta gotta tell them that actually attractive women aren't attractive or whatever we're angry about this week. <laughs> I'm getting a little
0: slap happy. We've been recording for nearly three hours.